Hey, man, let's watch WrestleMania with big sweaty man. Is that guy? What if we did a hot dog eating contest, but like it's see how far it can go down your throat? Is that guy? What if we rollerblade in our tank tops? Just make out, you two. Let's fuck. <laughs> That's definitely gay. Oh, shit. Ah! Here comes the spooky! He has a rainbow tattoo above his butt crack. We're talking about my buddy Slick and Nasty Jeff. What's going on, all you chuds and shedettes? Here comes the Spookies back tonight. We're going to talk gay horror because it's Pride Month before we go cruising in the streets of New York. So sit back, relax, tie that letter daddy to a chair, and make him listen to your second favorite podcast. What's going on, all you manhoes and bimbos? I am your host, Cincinnati Jeff, one half of the Dukes of Spook. And with me always is my best friend, my partner in rainbow crime, Nachos Miguero. Nachos, how you doing, buddy? How is all you bitches doing for the last day of June? It is, in fact, the final night of Who the hell is that? Oh, Wait, oh my I'm gosh, I wasn't introduced. It's Coach Lingerie. I'm here, I'm here. Did you leave the back door open? Because he got in. He, he likes to come in the back door. I oh, geez, I, did, I didn't even mean it like Queer, that. get used to it. <laughs> That's right. We've got Coach Lingerie. Wait, I got to get used to it. Okay. Are you okay. used to it? I'm used to it. <laughs> uh, tonight, we wanted to bring you uh, a movie for Pride Month. This is actually one that uh, uh, Coach Lingerie has been asking us to do. Oh, my God. He, forever. I'm be, very excited about it. He wanted to be this. with us. So we're doing it as a watch-along, bringing this movie to you in spooky vision. 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 So uh, we've got Cruising with uh, Al Pacino. Man. So oh. young. Yes. Look a very young hair. Pacino. It's kind of crazy. He somehow looks both older and younger than his, than his character in Godfather 1. He, he kind of looks like Chris Sarandon from fucking Fright Night. Oh, man. I do bit. love Chris Sarandon. Uh, so that's that's what we're doing tonight. We're doing a watch along right here live in the studio as we do when we do the Spooky Vision 1. We've got Coach Lingerie bringing us some commentary. I, I haven't seen this. Fresh eyes for You're me. You're a virgin. A right? cruising virgin. I do love cruising. Cruising, cruising for some minutes. for an anal barusin. <laughs> No, too much. He said I was hurting for a squirtin'. <laughs> I had a friend who taught me how to cruise, but it's really hard to go through it without laughing. Because you have to be really serious. What just cruising to, is. Well, you'll see it in the movie. How can our listeners see it? It'll be described by us as we watch it in You're the movie. You're using a lot of hand gestures. They can't see it. And we're and we I believe we are uh Twinking. We are drinking the drink of Twinks. Yeah, we've got that truly. You will see very few Twinks in this movie because mm. it's a lot of Taste leather twink. daddy. They're, kind of, they're a little, they're a little room temperature. And, you know, uh, I guess you got to drink them real quick. What kind is this? Blackberry and lemon. I've got uh, pineapple and cranberry. That's good for my fucking period. Mm. Yeah, uh, I got all of them. <laughs> I got everyone in a bucket. In a fucking bucket. So uh, that is what we're doing tonight. But before we jump into the movies, you know we got some news. News and stuff. So there actually wasn't much in the realm of horror movie news since the last episode. I was kind of hoping for some bangers, but it's the summertime and summer's a little slow on most releases and spoilers. 
So instead, what I wanted to talk about with you fine fellas here is gay horror, right? My favorite subject. (laughs) That's what they often call me. So the LBGTQ, did I get a little... IA plus. Yeah. yeah, what's the IA? I'm I'm uh, for the listeners. I know it. <laughs> Intersex, asexual or ally. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. So the LGBTQIA+. Uh so not necessarily gay Did you horror. Just lasagna? But uh Well, this is not an LGBTQIA+ movie. It's really it's a gay horror movie. This is gay. No, 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 no. But I wanted to talk to you guys about about oh, yeah, that yeah. type of uh and just, you know, it's easy to go online and find like, you know, best gay horrors and things like that. And there's been a lot recently. By the way, my dad says hi. Oh, hello. Uh, so I wanted to talk to you, fine gentlemen, and what you felt like was your favorite, you know, gay horror movie. So what's really fun is that and uh, why Nachos and I watched the uh, Queer for Fear series. Together. You know what? We only got the first. Uh, no, that's not. We we uh, polished <laughs> most uh, of season one. And you know what? Very introspective. Educating him. For the listeners, what is the Queer for so, Fear? Queer for Fear is a documentary series on AMC Plus, and it goes through the history of queer horror. And as I said in previous appearances on this very podcast, <laughs> they the, can't see you. I'm going to make hand gestures. That's just who I am. Is that queer identity and horror have always been linked together since the very beginnings of cinema. It's correct, true, sir. It's true. Even in the very beginnings of at least horror, I yeah. would say that uh, Bride of Frankenstein has. Uh, a lot of it. Two and, men creating a life. And not just the story, Thank but you. like many horror films, the director, many of the actors, a lot of people who worked on it. So behind the camera, in front of the camera, there's such a history of queer people expressing themselves through horror. I'm going to say my favorite queer horror movie is one that Nachos McWerewolf can't stand and will never do on the podcast, but you listeners should check out Daughters of Darkness, 1972. That came up a lot when I was when I was looking. I, tr- I was trying to do a best of list, which we've done every time we've done something like this. Uh, but I didn't want to rehash all things. But it's fun to see what new movies get included. But I felt like let's do something different. That one comes up every year when I when I look these up. Yeah, and I've never seen it, but I've heard good things. Maybe we'll just watch it. <laughs> okay, now it, it's visually stunning. They can't see it. You. They can watch it. What do you mean? I think it's on YouTube now, even. Shut up. It's a bit. You shut up. Mm -hmm. I mean, just the fashions alone. Last Halloween, I actually was the Countess from Daughters of Darkness as one of my Halloween costumes. Wait, I think I have seen this. Yeah, I was wearing like a blonde wig and a red dress. Yes, we did. I I have, because we talked about this uh, at the uh, um, Friday or Nightmare episode i have seen this i have watched this. didn't you just rehash your uh queen of the dragons mom mom dragon i wig? actually have multiple blonde wigs that's times. what it yeah because it was like we were just like oh he's basically khaleesi's costume and he's like no bitch different wig why is it so hard that's to find right. a ginger i have wig? seen this no one wants to well um i will say what i love about this that's ginger phobic you fuck is that <laughs> there's actually no it, it's a it's a subversion of the kind of innocent heterosexual couple being corrupted by like queer supernatural characters, because there really are no purely straight characters in the main cast. And I love that. Like everyone is a little bit bi, a little bit pan, the costumes, 
The fact that it's so batshit crazy. Where was this movie filmed? In Belgium. Okay. That's... It's like, like super erotic, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. For those of you listeners who don't want to just watch it as allies, there are there's some uh, yeah. It's like a very sexual. This there's was some tatas. There were, the one with the titties. There, there's some butts. There was probably a good. This was one of them. Like a good fifty movies that I watched like that first year of COVID, where war, nobody was going anywhere, and we were just it was just socially acceptable just to be drunk all the time. And yeah, I would just get hammered standards and just fucking like, I would just watch shit and stay up all night. And, and uh, this was definitely one of them. Cause I remember that cause it's, it's the little boy and he's born in the United States. And then they move to, is it Europe or is it Belgium? I don't remember. Little boy. You mean an adult man, right? He, yes. He's yeah. He doesn't start out as a little boy. He's like, start. He's like the, it's the John, guy. It's John Carlin from dark shadows. Yes. He was born in the United States and then raised uh, there here and moved over there as a child. And, and, uh, was it, is, is, was his wife, the secretary, like that was her job. No, his, his wife is like a, um, just a woman that he met in Switzerland on vacation and they took a train and they went to a hotel in the seaside. I got to stop drinking. I'm killing brain cells for this stuff, but uh, I'm just going to do the monologue real quick okay. because my friends and I quote every line from this movie all the time. Okay. Like not this friend, but my, my, you bring that wild my, bitch in my, my house. Actual friends. Um, Damn, coach. He wants to make of you what every man wants to make of every woman. A slave. A thing. An object for pleasure. And my ancestor, they called her the Scarlet Countess. She kidnapped young girls and kept them chained to give blood, blood for her to bathe in and drink. And she bit them everywhere. She clipped off their nipples with silver pincers. And when they opened their mouths to scream, she shoved the flaming rod down. You know, it's, it's great. Yeah, you, you talking about Elizabeth Bathory or whatever? Yes! Hey, I know some. Anyway. I do, I'm pretty sure uh, Coach gave us this uh, um, reenactment last time. Did I? This, I do it all the time. I think it was off air, honestly. I'm sorry, guys. Yes, I do remember this movie. I remember I remember watching it. I don't remember a lot of it's it. It's a seminal part of my movie-going, his, movie-watching history. A lot of that uh, A lot of that time is uh, a blur, and, yeah. and, and most of it's getting forgotten. Some Sometimes we drink. But yeah. there, uh, there was a big vampire lesbian kind of movement in the 70s yeah what's the other one? Oh well there's vampiros lesbos the That's vampire it. lovers lust for a vampire twins of evil i think that this was a time when we started to see outwardly queer characters in cinema but they still had to be dangerous they still had to be monsters but what i like in daughters of darkness is that they, they still flip it though there's no heterosexual white knight who comes in and saves the girl from the lesbian. Mm. White like, people suck. That, that does not happen in this movie. Nachos, how about yourself, buddy? What are we talking about? Favorite gay, queer, All right, horror. so I was kind of thinking about this, and fucking pretty much anything with a vampire has queer undertones. Not all the ways, but, mm-hmm. I mean, let's look at Fright Night. Oh, that's on the list, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's look at The Lost Boys. Holy fucking shit. So anything in particular, just one that would stand out to you, new, old, or you're just I mean, like, yeah, this yeah. is like, I, I like this. I don't want to say it because everybody, yeah, I, it's Nightmare 2. Come the fuck on. Oh, that was my first time on the podcast, guys. That was a good one. That, was a, that is a good one. I, that's one of my favorite. That's my favorite Nightmare. All right, real quick. So I, I'll keep it brief. 
So I was kind of like musing this idea. We do uh, not. We're not going to do it now or whatever. We'll talk about it. But it was like you name five horror characters and you choose like homophobic ally or gay icon. So like Freddy Krueger, what would you guys say? Oh, Freddy's a gay icon. Yes, this topic totally feels uh, very quick. Don't worry, I won't uh, describe my movie. Go ahead with your shit, nachos. I'll keep it brief. I I think we got it. We got it. We got it. (laughs) I just see, like... Uh, So you're saying Freddy, is he an ally? Mm Mm-hmm. Or... Homophobic or uh, gay icon? Freddy is an ally. See, I think he's hardcore homophobic and in denial. And so, like, they're all at, like, the slasher convention kind of shit. And then Ghostface is like, yeah, right, dude. You were totally in it, dude. It's like, no, it wasn't like that, bitch. It was <laughs> Jason loves his mom. Fucking just runs out. Okay, any excuse to talk about Freddy, Jason. And- Being in guys. I mean, okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, since I mean, they're, Jeff, all, they're all stabbing. They're all fouling. I would, still, I would say he's an ally, though, because he he's never outwardly against anyone who who is that way. Uh, so he just, I don't know, it feels like the not He's just equal opportunity killer to me. Okay. Now, Leatherface, on the other hand, is an enemy. What are you? No, Le- see? no Leatherface is aggressively heterosexual. That's, that's a term I've been using a lot lately. You guys are both insane. He is a drag queen fucking icon? Are you guys serious? Was, was because of Dracula? No, being being a homosexual or queer and being a drag queen, they're not mutually exclusive to one another. Oh, I thought you said heteros- I thought you said heterosexual. My bad. I think Leatherface is aggressively heterosexual. Yeah, I didn't say it. He did. I, that was what I said. He he has several again again costumes. again. It's okay to be heterosexual and be in drag. Another example is Norman oh. Bates is clearly hetero, but he does also wear drag. We learned that on the Drew Carey show. We did. His brother was a drag queen. I didn't know that. I did also. I didn't watch a lot of Drew Carey. Yeah, his brother was a drag queen. His older brother was a drag queen, but he was straight. Oh. Well, we now have bio drag queens who are cisgender women who just dress like drag queens. I heard bio. I thought you were going to say like they're cyborgs. I mean, I would love that too. Right, like oh, just you. for my own edification because I'm just I don't know 100. percent Yeah, sure. we're here to but learn. Drag queens aren't mutually queer, right? Yeah. That's not... Yeah, I think that drag is an art, and anybody can do it. Yeah, yeah. because if you have, like, some sweet calves, you gotta showcase them. I was talking to somebody at work, and this this is a, a very left-leaning individual, but they were having issues with their relative who was, uh, like, overseeing or promoting a drag burlesque show, and they're like, oh, it's also kid-friendly. I was like, well, the burlesque part, no. I'm with you on that 100%. That's not really for children. It's risque. There's there's a reason that kind of stuff is rated a certain way in movies and things like that. I don't think that's for children. However, just a general drag show, dresses and makeup and things like that, that's fine. What if they were Kids tearing go their that. skin off, though? Kids can go to that. Yeah. I, I don't, I, men, little boys, little girls, I don't think that that's wrong or confusing in any sense. Yeah, I think a lot of drag is actually pretty buttoned up in comparison to, like, pop stars and mm-hmm. you know people that you see dancing around at like the super bowl exactly hell even uh, uh children's little girl little miss fucking that shit is pageant fuck. shit it's, oh. it's uncomfortable and they're yeah. like wearing like bikinis and stuff and it's like <sighs> who's who's that for we were actually talking about something that like that uh at my uh at uh little jeffy girl's birthday she just turned three uh last weekend and it was like a swimming pool party had like 
slip slides and uh, sprinklers and all kinds of shit. And all the little girls were running around. And like one of the parents was like, where did you find this one piece? Maybe it was like, we had to get it online. I was like, you go shopping at Target or wherever, like the mall. What did it matter? Everything for toddlers, they're all fucking two pieces. I'm like, so weird. that's weird. Yeah. Like, it's just, come on. Like, why? One, I want, them to, I want her to cover up. She's yeah. a fucking baby with fair skin, right? She's just turning three. As much coverage as I can get. Yeah, she don't want melanoma for her fucking third birthday. The other, the other parent that was here, they had their daughter in like a long sleeve, like, like, like a burkini. Pretty much. And then like board shorts on over anything sort of thing or over the top of it. Just to, it's just to get coverage, right? It wasn't to like, oh, it's too risque. It was just to get coverage, like, you know, from the sun. I was like, yeah, we had to get this one piece because it's, I don't want her fucking exposed to this. Like, it's so dangerous. And I, I'm constantly like soaking her up with uh, sunscreen. Not just what I'm talking about. That guy fucking thinks oh, yeah. about going outside. And I went the for I went for a poker walk. Yeah, that too. I went for a poker walk at work today. You know, I go over to Locust and I fucking I just had busted out my 100 SPF, which sh- 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 does good. I've been using four SPF. That's why I'm so yeah. Because you fucking tan. That's I get skin cancer, gold. dick. I'm golden. <laughs> so yeah, it's just it's weird that they will allow that in pageants and they're like that's totally acceptable, but. Uh, you men know. men wearing wigs and dresses and makeup is not okay. I'm like, it's fucking fine, dude. You know like, what? The, I have... Yeah. I used to do it. Not, I, Wait, not you drag, did drag. Not, not drag. I love that. But... Uh, Good for you, bud. We would, uh, we would put on dresses and makeup and, like, balloons for boobs and stuff like that. And... Because uh, that shit's fun. Just, like, fuck with the pizza dude. Oh, I've dressed uh, nachos up in drag at my house. On more than one occasion. Yeah, it was, like, fun to order food or have people come over and then, like, you just... Like oh my sister's having friends over and I was just go upstairs and fucking like get a get a fucking soda and like I'd be in a full dress and makeup and they'd be like oh, is your brother home and it's like yeah well I only saw your sister it'd just be like it was just fun to fuck around well I'm just really excited that we're starting to pull away from these hyper delineated gender roles now in clothes you're seeing like I was <clears> talking about that Kennergy like that big dick Kennergy like I don't think Ken has a big dick I'm almost positive he just has a lump it is a lump but. You just, you know, men are wearing pink, we're wearing, like, pastels. Honestly, if you look good in it, fucking rock it. Who gives a shit? I got a pink shirt I wore to work today. Uh, pink is oh, the, the color picnic of the table year. one? Yeah. Stunning. So, I got that dope-ass Judy shirt. I'm really wondering, what is your pick of movies? Since oh, Jeff? so it's actually a trilogy. It's the Fear Street trilogy. <gasps> that was Fuck. so good. It was yeah. so fantastic. Good it's a good just fucking queer movie it's a good horror movie it's a very entertaining trilogy of movies and i love i love that the gay is all through the trilogy it's in the first one the second one and especially in the because i like how it goes back in time each one so like the third one was very moving right like it was it was 1666 like that was awesome well i think like the third fear street really showed you that the the real horror was it because I, I have this big incels in, well because that's who narked her out I that shit tooth fucking incel yes but the horror isn't coming from this queer woman it's from other people who are um honkies well yeah incels like people <laughs> who are judging her and religious people so i thought it was one of the best kind of twists on the salem idea th- that you see in so many films it was really smart and then that that climax, that third act. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, how it split into two chunks. It was like 1990, also part two. Yeah, it was it was very good. I, I heard they're going to do more. I hope so. Victory. I hope so. Yeah, I thought that that was fantastic. 
the Babadook always gets a uh, a mention because it was accidentally we've oh talked about it a thousand God! times. My queen flagged as the is a, a queer movie on Netflix one time. And that is icon, fashion that is icon, the funniest shit. And then they're like, "No, fuck it, it's real now. It's we'll real. run with it." I heard bodies, bodies, bodies is queer. So that was number one on three separate lists when I looked them up this I week. I still need to see it. It's annoying, annoying, annoying. It was not a good movie, but it is queer. You know what? I kind of want to give it a second watch because now that I'm in on it and that everybody's supposed to be so super fucking annoying because these kids are terrible. They're toxic. See, that's what I thought. Like, I felt like that's what they did with the one girl from the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, yeah. She's a parody. Yeah. Like, she was supposed to be that way on purpose. But my, my first view, I couldn't wait for that bitch to die. Like, it was almost ruining the movie for me. I'm like, I fucking can't stand people like this. Well, Gen Z. Gen Z, if you're listening. Oh, but you're talking the part with the, it's like, yeah. And this you're fucking- canceled, bro. Oh, my God. That, <laughs> that was, was the so funniest good. shit. That was one of my favorite parts. Oh, yeah. We watched that. And yeah. I made the fucking paper plate leather face mask that looked better than the actual mask they used in the fucking movie. Well, I think that. Yikers. Th- that film was so cool to me. Because it was satirizing the vibe of that generation, just like the first Texas Chainsaw. Mm-hmm. That's right. I remember. Because be- let's remember how annoying were the hippies. Yeah, the people who got killed in the first. Sure, one. sure, the, sure, the sure. Yuppies, then the fucking Gen Gen X. No, grungers. What, what's the word I want to use there? Slackers. The '90s shit. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, but there wasn't. So I don't know because it was I. Because there wasn't really yuppies. I'm, I'm oh, speaking, part two yuppies, yes. Strictly after that, there wasn't much in the way because three had uh, 90s people that were just normal people. Just like, they were just like, yeah, there wasn't any, like there weren't any specific click about them. Right, and they were like sa- super grunge or anything. Yeah, and it was the same with the uh, with the first remake. It, it They were just kind of people. One wasn't like a jock and the other was... Like, don't get me wrong, they could have fit those roles if you wanted to pigeonhole them. You know what I'm saying? But like, it wasn't well, they had like, the, highlighted. They did have a quintessential hippie girl and then they had that fake-ass Danny Masterson looking dude who got chainsawed up with a nard bag. I haven't seen that movie in a while. It's a good one. So, but anyway, yeah, mine is the Fear Street Trilogy. No, bravo. That was fantastic. You know, hey, well played, sir. That's a good one. Uh, so, uh, of course, uh, you know, don't want to get too far into it, uh, but we want to mm. thank the Patreons for fucking supporting the show. I'm in the goddamn club, What should uh, we compare our noble compatriots to? Uh, so, should we give the coach? To me? Yeah. What would you compare our compa- uh, our patrons to? Our wonderful Patreon members. I was gonna I was gonna say gay icons. Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, I got Matt Huey. Let's, let's uh, uh, specify that a little more. Like gay icons who are also divas. Okay. Okay. Right, okay. Yeah, okay. Divas. Okay. So divas. Uh, so let's start with Yukon uh, Tom. Who's a uh, what? Which diva does he best embody? I got nothing. I'm not that cultured. I'm, I'm just trying to say it. I, I know three, and I'm saving. Them. Okay, then you only know three. D- oh my poor thing. And just just give us a, a, a gay icon. Uh, it doesn't have to be diva. Coach Rich, and I, will Richard Simmons. Sure, sweetie. He's yeah, not. He never outed himself. I was say but Dolly Parton. That's actually who I was going to say for Eldrick Pixie was Dolly Parton. No, go Elvira. She's Elvira. 
She'd like that so much better. That's much better. Yes, thank you. No Elvira's like a multi-level queer icon. Thank you, Cassandra Peterson. Yes. Oh, goddamn day. What a fucking smoke show. Just, uh, just a, a just treasure. A, a real, a real ally to not only to the. Uh, let's just call it the Rainbow Crew. So everyone, I don't have to spell it out, but just to the genre, to the fans, she's just the best on earth. Just, she's like uh, Tara Strong. Tara Strong. She's the gift yeah. that keeps on giving, and her memoir very moving. So uh, there is a shirt. It's Dolly Parton. It's a yin yang. It's Dolly Parton is part of the yin yang, and Elvira's the other side. And I fucking want that shirt. It was so funny when like her memoir came out it was a couple years ago, and that's when she officially came out right as, yeah. as a lesbian but like if you were in the know basically if you're just a fan of horror you knew and you knew 10 20 years ago so when it came out i was like was this why is this such a big fucking deal and like there were tons of like oh well, i'm never gonna watch your shit again i had so many like it was it was older guys in their 50s on up there oh i know, can't but, jerk off to her giant tits anymore like, of course she can if anything she's hotter I want to say now she's with the fucking other woman. What? Why, how is that bad? That sounds I, great. I need a third Elvira movie. She's not too old. I'm. She's seventy and she's she totally looks ageless. better than all of us. She is keeping it tight. So please, please, if you're listening to this, Cassandra Peterson. Yeah. I need yes. Elvira three. Yeah. She's not listening to this, is she? She uh, could be. Sh- sure, sure. I love you, Cassandra. One time we got Jennifer Conley to click on a post. So I know. Yeah. Hey. Uh, so it's possible. Uh, it's possible. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. But any, I just I didn't understand why they were like, uh, Elvira with a woman. Now I can't watch her. Uh, I want to watch her more now. I mean, we knew though. We knew it was like it was just it was just uh it was just something they understood in the horror community. It was just people just sort of knew. It was him. We're all we're all people who've actually had sex. So right? Yeah, I have sex with humans all the time. All right, uh, Matt Huey. You said you had Matt Huey. Matt Huey's divine. Without a doubt in my mind. I mean, I've seen the boy chomp on a little dog cigar every now and again, but and he just he takes the eyeshadow all the way up. Uh, So uh, stinking Zinkin, the atomic scarecrow. Uh, He's the guy, John Waters. He's fucking John (laughs) Waters, dude. Come on, I can see it. I was aesthetically. That's exactly what I was building towards. I was like, that's the pervert in uh, Bri- our cult, seed. Our seed of Chucky. I like how you just cycled through. <laughs> yeah, but it's yes, it's it's ultimately John Waters. Uh, so simple, touch it, fuck it, Ben Welly. He is, he's a bear. I'm going to say Ben Welly is um, mm, Bette Midler. <laughs> she too got her start working in the bathhouses. <laughs> how about Noslin 80 nachos? Um, is John Lequizamazaro? I can never say his fucking name. John Lequizamo? Yeah, that's a ticket. Why would he? No, 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 no. Is he in To Wong Fu? Thanks, Thanks for, for everything. Oh! Julie Newmar. I fucking love that movie, dude. I love that movie. Oh, I see it. Swayze, Snipes, Lequizamo, just yeah. You hear that? You're thinking like, dude, this action movie's gonna kick ass i think that's why i honestly never had a problem with with drag because that when did that come out like in the it's like early well, 90s, i'd say 94? 95 i'm gonna look it up but i remember i remember seeing the preview for it. it and i thought it was hilarious like the preview and i was like okay okay this looks pretty good even as a kid right i was like 10 11 all right let's see when this came out this came out in 95. 1995 boom so it would have been 10 
Did you see it in 1995? I saw it when it came to home video later that year. Wow. Rented it at Blockbuster. Um, and so I remember renting it. I remember my parents watching it. Nobody had a problem with it. Everybody was A-OK with me watching as a 10-year-old. They watched it with me. It was so funny. I thought the preview was hilarious. And I just thought it was really good. I never had... So, like, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's where it started. And also, my, right where my... Um, right where my grandma got cable. And so that's when RuPaul had her talk show. Yes. And I remember thinking to myself, again, no idea who RuPaul is. I was like, that is the hottest, tallest <laughs> black chick I've ever seen. Her boobs are huge. Yeah, Wendy Williams. <laughs> or wait, what? <laughs> Sorry, move on. It was like two years before I learned that RuPaul oh, was not a, like an actual woman. Like what? So I remember like growing up and drag queens being in stuff and like it was fun it was a good time and then like out of nowhere just this homo or not what this whatever the fuck phobia well it's such a long it's a long conversation but basically i think people are just and by people you know who you are people are just people are just (laughs) picking on drag queens right now because they're scapegoating everybody wants to pick on somebody it's so unfortunate they need to fucking watch this movie because these are the drag queens you don't get you don't pick on because they beat the shit out of you. This is 95 Wesley Snipes. This is when he was getting buff for Blade. Well, this is the thing. You don't you don't mess with a drag queen because they're tough as fuck. Right? Yeah. They're men who have to wear dresses. They, they have taken shit before. They will beat the hell out of you. Imagine how pissed off you would be if you had to wear heels all fucking night. Oh, pause. I just want to say this was funny. I don't, I'm not going to talk too much about it, but when I went to Pride last Saturday, I had multiple people text me. I'm like, oh, be careful, be careful. Like, the Proud Boys are going to demonstrate. I'm like, this is downtown St. Louis. The Proud Boys are fucking terrified to go to downtown St. Louis. They, They're never they, going to fucking. Yeah, they don't right, come dude. fucking any closer than like St. Charles. Yeah, they never, <laughs> they never, fu- they were like four protesters total. They're like, Cherokee Street. I know. But that's what I was saying to people at the time. I'm like, you know who you know who are brave are fucking drag queens wearing full drag in the St. Louis summer heat? No shit. Best fucking shit, hot thinking about it. Best shit I ever saw. I was at I was uh well we were going to rehab. No, we were meeting your ass on Halloween when you were dressed up like fucking Laura Palmer. Oh, my Laura Palmer <laughs> outfit. I was Which, wrapped in plastic. Dude, that that I don't even Was it fantastic? You could brush my hair and dress me anywhere. Oh, oh, oh. We'll save it. We'll do Barbie. Uh, and so I was going to que- actually queue up Barbie Girl as his intro song tonight, and I forgot to do it. That's on me. So, like, you can so- touch, you can play, I you hope. can say, I'm, I'm always yours. yours. You know, I heard that's not in the Barbie movie. It is. Good. But it's on the soundtrack, at least. All right. So, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to rehab, blah, blah, blah. And so, I'm walking across the street in this 6'5 drag queen. Because, like, they have those giant open windows. Fucking cartwheels out of the window into traffic. This is like a pirouette. Fucking just brings it back in. Like, I'm just like, high point of my night right there. Was that Fred Astaire in a dress? <laughs> so, you will you will what? see. Oh, sorry. Oh, rehab. Please explain. They tried to make him go to rehab. No, no, no. And that's why you're dead, bitch. It's not rehab it's the bar rehab the bar yeah. oh yeah you think i'm quitting you fucking lose don't, don't, don't the fucking listeners be like what's wrong with nachos does he got does he got a truly fucking problem so you will see a couple either drag queens or trans people in this movie but what i think is interesting about cruising is that 
um, the gay men you see in this film are all in that kind of hyper masculine leather daddy cowboy like uh, like uh, denim sort of macho drag, mm-hmm. kind of like we saw in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street too. So oh, yeah. All right. Well, I want to get back. To, I apologize, but oh, I do want to get Patreon. back to the Patreon. Oh, sorry, Patreon. So, uh, fucking Johnny Mitch, he's actually the guy who made the fucking Vine video to leave Britney alone. Uh, Tedis Duras, go ahead, buddy. Tedis Duras seems like a nice guy. I bet you. I bet you. You said Barbara Streisand, right? No, we haven't. Oh, well, there we go. We got some Babs. Papa, can you hear me? Like how she looks on the cover oh, for the oh, Superman yeah. album. Dude, that, that, do you know what he's talking about? Yeah. That is the, so for those of you that don't fucking know, this is a movie where it's, Barbara Streisand uh, dresses up as a Jewish boy to go to Bible you can just say school. A, a boy, because she's. To a little... become a fucking uh a jewish um uh she's a, she's a drag king uh, what yeah a rabbi basically like rabbi school <laughs> fucking it's the most ridiculous that's um, fucking premise what's, what's that what movie? is that called thank you barbara it's like silence or something like that or oh, uh, is it yentl Boom! Yentl, it thank is. you yentl, yes yeah. yentl she also mutates. crazy cross-dressing jew movie it's it's i can't say it's fun it's not because it's a very boring movie, but like just on the premise alone, it's worth a watch because you're like, wow, what a what a fantastic it's the story's great. It's just her is so unbelievable as as playing this boy. Right. Oh, yeah. Now, if you were like, Oh, I need another Jewish actress and you put like somebody like um anyone else. A, anyone uh what what's who's the chick who uh uh, who dated uh, Jimmy Kimmel for a long time? Sarah. Oh, Sarah Silverman. Oh, Sarah yeah. Silverman. Yeah, I could, maybe she can be in the remake. No, of, no offense right. to her, but she's a much more believable man. And she's giant and tall and looks hairy all over. Uh, then beautiful young Barbara Streisand, nineteen eighty-two Barbara Streisand. Okay, yeah. Papa, can you hear me? <laughs> what's what's his nuts look more believable in Tootsie than she does Tom, in Mental? Or, uh, uh, Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman, yeah. Uh, also, what the fuck was I going to say? Oh, Barbara Streisand turns into Mechagodzilla. That's true. Mecha Streisand. It's been documented. All right. Uh, so we've got uh, Shane Riley. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Get it. He is uh, Madonna. Oh. I heard, I but heard like eighties pony boobs. A pose. Yeah, I heard like she got all fucked up and was in like the hospital or something. Or is in, it, the, in the hospital. Hospital. Oh, oh, Madonna, are you okay? Is it from fucking pretending to be British for the past twenty years? Yeah, apparently you just you hang out, you you go to Britzerland or whatever. Yeah, where my the fuck did that Ma- come from? My favorite Madonna ever is Madonna and Dick Tracy. Mm. Mm. Oh my god, those Luke's. Uh, she's, 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 she's breathless. Spoiler alert. Yeah, stunning. Yeah, bre- breast, stunning. Breastless Mahoney. Stunning. Breathless. Breathless. Ah, gotcha. She is beautiful. She also plays No Face and she talked like this. I'm gonna love you like. I'm just singing. I'm sorry. But still. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh my- the, her whole music number. I love yeah. Dick Tracy. Yeah, yeah. So I have such a hard time to this day that is just embedded in my lexicon. My like will be. 
uh, heating something up in the microwave. My, and my, my wife will see something like, oh, 30 seconds. 30 seconds. And I'm just running around going, 30 seconds, no more dick. 30 seconds, no more dick. 30 seconds, no more dick. I love that dick, Tracy. It's so theatrical and over the top. There's musical numbers. There's action. There's drama. The there's color a love story. Scheme. Oh, my God. It's gorgeous. It's fantastic. And it got kids. 90s kids who were being sold toys from every other fucking aspect in cartoons like that into serialized radio shows because that's all it had. There were no cartoons for Dick Tracy. There were comics. There was comics. There was, but not many. There was the one game that came out of Nintendo, but like Dick Tracy was huge. The talking watches. I still, excuse me, I just got uh, like a Samsung Gear 2. Okay. Like uh, last year or two years ago. And my wife was like, why are you so excited? Like, I didn't, like, she wanted hers for, like, the Fitbit kind of thing. And I was like, yeah, it fucking takes phone calls. I can finally Dick Tracy my friends and, and like, answer my fucking phone via my watch. Be like, what's up, dude? Fucking yeah, let's come hang out. So excited. She's like, I've, I've never even seen the movie. What's the better companion piece? Because I know the whole thing they made that movie was like, oh, Batman fucking killed it last year. So we're going to make Dick Tracy. I, uh, they're very similar. I, yeah, they both they're both that uh, neo noir nineteen thirties in the eighties nineties. If time. I didn't if I didn't know the film so well, and like let's, I was just kind of a guy who just like watches movies, and I was, and I was like watch these back to back. I would assume both of them directed by Tim Burton. I would double feature it with Who Framed Roger Rabbit, also equally good. Anyway, what was your question? I'm sorry. No, that was it. Oh, okay. Please, Eddie. Uh, so then we've got uh, Aaron fucking Southworth, once of the horrible horror podcast. Clearly, he is Cher. Oh my God! Yeah. You know, I love Cher. Cher. She talks like this. Cher again, just like, like Madonna. She's got just like Madonna, just like Cassandra <laughs> Peterson. How how is she looking so good, guys? Um, she's actually a witch, and we've accepted it. She's a succubus. Also, what is up with That's that? That's a video? goddamn succubus. Look at that succubus. So, what is up with that video? Where she- look at this succubus. Fucking no. <laughs> What's the video where she's like dancing and fishnets on the tank and then like her kids behind her? It's like Oh, you mean on the on the uh on the big navy uh yeah. battle cruiser? That is uh um uh fuck. I'm out of my wheelhouse here. Hold on, hold on. I know this one. I know this I know well, this one. Speaking of Abba, Cher's cover of Fernando for Mamma Mia 2 is on there my was something every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the stars, stars were bright. Fernando, yeah, they were shining there for you and me for liberty. Fernando, I, I never knew until it happened that the one thing I needed in my life was share covering Abba. When Lou loves some Abba, uh, and it's uh, if I can turn back time, I if know. I can find a way, motherfucker. No, I thought you said. Fucking turn back time. And uh, that try was... It, uh, try it, try Fucking turn if back... If I could fucking turn no, no, back time... No, 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 just, just fucking turn back time. Fucking turn back time. See, fucking find a no, way. Wait. Fucking find a way. Love you, Cher. You're also... That was... Uh, she filmed that on the USS Missouri. What? Yeah. Yo, that thing's haunted as fuck. <laughs> so. Well, I have... I proudly wear my Cher Sache pride shirt. It was... A collab between Cher and Donatella. Dope. And it was like $500, but the proceeds went to charities for queer youth. Thank you, Cher. Thank you, Donatella. The charity went to build more trees on ski mountains. (laughs) Wait, I have a, I have a, (laughs) beautiful. Nachos and I have, shut up, so bad. What what does Sonny Bono have to do with it? They were married, yo. I understand that, but he's not Cher. I'm sure Cher was very sad when Sonny died. 
Uh, we should share our feelings. Yeah, well, he went skiing before he went skiing. That was probably his fault. Um, we have a friend, uh, Nachos and I have a mutual friend, who's going to be on the show uh, eventually when we do Big Trouble Little China. Big He's, Trouble. You would love him. He's mm. large, tall, burly bear of a man. Until uh, we get an f- official name for him, I'm just going to call him Gang Bang. And, uh, he, uh, there were, there was an evening where, evening uh, with gang we were at a bar in Collinsville <laughs> and he had passed out on the, he passed out at the, at the bar, passed out on, on the bar. It's very Collinsville. Sitting, sitting in, no sitting in the, uh, in the bar stool. And I knew he was passed out. And so we were just, we, everybody else was just partying around him. And, uh, somebody put on the chair on the jukebox, just like Jesse James. <laughs> and for whatever reason, this song, was like a shot in the arm to this man. He fucking came to arm in arm on fucking everybody, singing every fucking word. It was like he just revitalized. Just Cher, Cher is literally magic. Life. She's magic. Back to life. And then he was good for like another hour. Then we all went home. Talked to him about the next day. And I was like, hey, man, like, didn't I love it. Didn't know you were such a Cher fan. He's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> he has no recollection of it. And he's like, look, I would tell you if I did, I swear to God. I don't know the lyrics of that song. I was like, "That's well." Last night, Gang Bang knew every fucking word and sang it at the top of his lungs. Part he- of the collective unconscious. <laughs> so you were talking Versace. Uh, look, uh, it, what's the line? It's like, "Why don't you go by the store? Your husbands will be happy." Another gay icon, Gina Gershon. I had Mike. Well, oh I'm fuck! Sorry, what's your name? I had Nachos watch the Jennifer Tilly. Boom. Mm, yes. Oh. oh, I was well. We watched the Lifetime original movie, House of Versace. It is so good, bad. She's so extra. Thank you, Gina Gershon. So the shirt is, sorry, it's Jason Voorhees' mask, and it's Versace. I was going to say. Is oh, that- I need one of those for my collection. Yeah, they're pretty good. Have think- you? Did you watch the Chippendales? Uh, oh, I love that. Welcome to the Chippendales yeah. with uh, Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah. Was that good? It looked good. Okay, so the middle was a little slow. But the first one and the last one were real bangers. How many is it? Like three? Is it maybe six? Oh, so it's like a little mini series. It's a mini series. So I liked how they actually tied in two different murders that were connected to the club. I think Kumail Nanjiani is a very talented actor. And um, for the dumb people like well, me, what do you do? No, he's Kumail Nanjiani. He's a comedian. Are you asking about the Chippendales guy or Kumail no, Nanjiani? Yeah, yeah, him. The second one. Yeah, he's he's an actor and a comedian. Oh, wasn't he in uh, Eternals? The Eternals? Thank you. Yeah, that okay, guy. Dingo. Okay. The only good thing about Eternals. <laughs> uh, but yeah, welcome to I the Chippendales. Okay, if you liked like the girl from Plainville and Candy and those kind of true crime Hulu murder shows, mm-hmm. you'll like Welcome to the Chippendales. It's the same same kind of so vibe. I will tell you one that I really liked. It's I hate to say it because I'm trying not to try and pigeonhole the community, but the gay community has some very fascinating um, murders, <gasps> uh, which I know a lot. Actually, some of this is actually based off of a few of those. Um, there's a really good one, The Summer of Sam, which is based around The Son of Sam murders. Have you ever seen this? No, I need to, though. John Leguizamo, um, Adrian Brody. And so it's it's basically like John Leguizamo and a bunch of guys in Brooklyn during that during that summer where, where Son of Sam was killing everybody. The forty-four caliber killer. Is that, uh, uh, anyway, they, they basically they think that uh, Adrian Brody is the son of Sam, but it was his nose because he had moved to New. Uh, he had moved to L.A. and come back, and he had come back as like a punk rocker, and he was like uh, 
like bisexual. Like he came back bisexual, and like they were like, "That's the fucking killer." Fantastic movie. But actually, it was the one with Macaulay Culkin. Party Monsters. Yes. Oh, you know, I've never seen that either. It's fantastic. I'll put it on the list. Again, I, I loved the movie so much that I went and watched this documentary on them and like and like read a I got like a book. I read a book from Borders. Um well, this, I still have it up, so I'm trying to remember what it is. I think it's just Party Monster. I think it's just the name of the book too. I, I think, you know, queer people can be anything and we can also be killers. Mm. Of course, I'm not saying this. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not oh, no, saying no. they can't be. You hear that, white males? It's just. It's just. The, it was these these high profile ones for whatever reason were just very interesting. Oh, it's yeah. not like it's not oh. like reading about like serial killers or mass murders or like that's what's so drawing about it is because they've killed so many people. This is just like a one and done sort of thing, and I just thought that whatever reason, it just the story in general was very interesting. Well, you know how obsessed I am with Andrew Cunan on Cincinnati Joff. That's, uh, we all know the Versace guy, right? Yeah, yeah he's Filipino American like me. He taught me See, we do. You can have a killer too, buddy. I know, Killers for I everybody. Know. It makes me feel included. Except for the Jews. They don't get a killer. I don't know why white straight men have to do all the killing. Like, leave some victims for the rest of us. I, for real. I think the Beltway sniper would disagree with you. Oh, yeah. Remember when I was like, oh, my God, he's so hunky. <laughs> Wait, who was he? Who was he? It he, was... Uh, he was everybody. It was too... Um, Armenian? Uh, no, I don't I don't know. They weren't white. That's for sure. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember if they were doing it for, like, the Nation of Islam or something like that. Do you remember I, I, I'm not saying it was them, it's just, but it's... it's but it's, do you remember when the Boston... When the Boston bomber, bomber was so one, hunky and everyone was crushing on my him? My bad. Yeah. That's so why I was It was one... Of, yeah, the, the two of them, the one that they fucking everybody loved for a little bit. It was weird. Also, why would you run a marathon you know you're going to get blown up in? That's just stupid. That's why I do not <laughs> run marathons. They're too dangerous. Right? Like, <laughs> heat exhaustion... Do we have any more divas to assign? Because I have a lot of divas. That, that's it. We're we're out. We're moving on. We're gonna. Why don't you tell us about divas? Oh, we, we got to go to the phones. <gasps> we got phones. We got phones. Ring ring. Ring a ding a ding. Trying to find the buttons. So here we go. Let's go to the phones. Thrill me. We've got two to get through. <gasps> I heard tell you boys haven't been getting a lot of voicemails. And my sensual Jewish lips to your puckered little assholes, that is a goddamn crime. So, what I was percolating on is, what would Zenoid be like in the bedroom? You know, would he be soft and loving? Or would, as the cartoons lead us to believe, he be very swift with his powerful jackknife-like penis? Mm. And given his weird, Tex Avery-type proportions, I imagine he'd have a little baby arm, all like veiny, but he's still keeping that little red jumpsuit, be all covered in lint, jamming up into your crevices. Just some thoughts that I'm having. Also, do you think that those little 7-Up guys, you know, they like tried to make those a thing at one point, the little red guys, do you think that they fuck? Some thoughts from Dr. Benny Graves. <laughs> so we did. We had that on the last episode, but I, I wanted to play it again. So nice. You got to hear it twice. That's right. Give it up to Dr. fucking Benny Graves. Uh, but we do have a new one. A what? new one. Oh, shit. So let's get to that. I heard you boys were talking about the Grimace. Let me tell you some things that I know about the Grimace. One, Grimace fought for the South because of heritage. Two, if you follow the Wikipedia, the McDonald Land Wikipedia, he's 52 years old. But that. 52 years in, like, the equivalent of Grimace dog years. So, in fact, he's closer to uh, 350 years old. 
So he fucked a dinosaur one time. Three. Grimace refused to sit next to Shakira at the Latin Grammys because he came up with the words, my hips don't lie, and it was stolen because they were lovers. And four, he's here with me right now. That's how he talks all the time, except when he comes. And he just goes, yes. Yes, I know. You are Grimiachi. Yes, I know. I'm locked in here with you. Fire oil. Well, I think Vinny lost his goddamn mind. Uh, Dr. Bitty Grace, thank you for calling in. You you fucking amazing specimen. Maybe Uh-oh. one day we will meet you at... Uh, VHS Fest. Well, mm. when you don't close your bedroom window. and uh, <laughs> Anyway. Uh, he found that camera we put. Fuck, he's, he's slick. Yeah, he's the best. I love that he always calls in. Right. What a good sport. Um, yes. We all, we always do little 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 videos for him, little stories, and he always calls into the hotline for us. It's much appreciated. Uh and uh I was gonna say something. Fucking turn back time. Fucking find a way. Alright, so uh we 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 all know we're watching you know I'm watching this the first time. This is not a video nasty. This is not on our Hello Nasty list. Directed by William Friedkin. You're freaking kidding me. If this may sound familiar to you. Uh maybe you've seen a little fucking movie. Actually surprised. Called The Exorcist 2. Yeah, that there wasn't much before the, that. But yeah, The Exorcist. Or just The Exorcist. Not he directed The Exorcist. Uh and Exorcist 2. Exorcist Harder. Electric Boogaloo. So now we will move on, and it's time to meet our casualties! Oh my god, he's killing me! He's killing me! He's killing me! Do you not play with your toys at home? No! He's always fucking playing with I have no time. There's some very memorable kills in this movie. From what do you do? What do you do at home, then? Sleep. I eat. I make the fuck go. Okay. And I listen to xylophones. Shut up, xylophones. Very hot down here in the. Oh, I love it. Perfect. I feel like I'm at the bathhouse, darling. All right. First up, we've got this guy uh, called. Um, <laughs> I might be short for Alfonso. Oh, um, pu- was, pu- uh, was, McPlinko. Uh, yeah, Pachinko pu- pu- machine. Pachinko. Al, Al Pachinko machine. What was he in? Uh, uh, he plays Detective Steve Burns, and he he was in some movies I wait. Never Steve heard of Burns, before. like Resident Evil, Code Veronica. Is that Burnside? I don't think so. Are you sure? Uh, I bet you a pineapple. It is Burnside. It is. Somebody owes me a pineapple. You're a fucking moron. You should play more Code Veronica. It is the superior game to three. I don't think so, buddy. I Baca. fucking think so. But how fabulous is Jill Valentine's outfit? Mm. Not in Code Veronica. Well, that's because she's not in Code Veronica. I know that's, be the that's Anyway, uh, Pacino, he's in a bunch of stuff. He plays Detective Steve Burns. If you've uh, never heard of him, you should watch some of his movies. We also got Paul Sorvino as Captain Edelson. He's in every mob movie ever. Have you seen a mob movie? He is fucking in it. There's a pretty good chance you've seen it. I love him. 
Karen Allen is Nancy Gates. Yay! You know her from a lot of stuff. Guys. Right? Have you ever seen Animal House, Indiana Jones? Mm-hmm. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Indiana Jones and the... I'm glad they made a fourth movie, but that was a weird fucking premise. I would, it, you know, it's you know what's weird. Here's what's weird for me as a fan of Indiana Jones. I had no problem swallowing. This is probably because I grew up Catholic. I had no problem fucking swallowing the Ark of the Covenant. I had no problem swallowing the fucking Holy Grail. I'm that's like, a oh, that's cool. Box. Then also, uh, this the the story of the Shankara stones. the Shankara stones again. It was like magical stones that fucking totally. I'll fit. see you in hell, Callie. Crystal fucking skeleton aliens from outer space. I'm like, no. It's I, a this has no fact. place. I do love no, that what? Karen Allen just shows up in the third act of that movie. And she I'm can like, show up. Oh, hey, she it's you. Oh, also. She's in another movie we've done on the podcast. I'll give you a hint. It's a bone, you lucky dog! <laughs> she is. She is absolutely in Scrooge. I don't know what it is, but whatever it is, injecting aliens, which again, I don't have a problem with it's and totally religion. fucking believe it. I don't, I don't believe in every fucking thing, uh, um, abduction story ever, but it's just uh, the fact that it's just not based and rooted in something that I believe is is earthbound and and uh invented by humans chariots of the god it's just i don't know i don't know i just i can't i don't hate the movie it's just the alien thing that i don't like i'm excited for this new one though. oh yeah i'm gonna see it it comes sure. out this weekend it's out richard cox big old cox is, is Stuart richards uh he was in zombie high if you've ever seen that and he was also in ghost rider the pbs show mm. oh writer yes writer not you know, writer ghost writer. writer you know who's also you ever that? seen that ghost rider in the, the show? day in yeah. the day uh, was it the one where they're like yes oh it's the they would spell like rally j and they knew like whose house to go to and shit and ghost rider would make it appear that's the little girl from pet cemetery it's like ouija for kids yeah yes exactly you know what wishbone was a thousand times better oh. wishbone was wishbone better. is my jam wishbone like, and reading rainbow i like the dark episodes of wishbone like they did faust no um, he did mein kampf nobody remembers this episode wishbone did mein kampf <laughs> Wishbone gets dark. Like, they did Romeo and Juliet, and then Wishbone died? <laughs> well, he is fucking adorable. <laughs> and you know what? They're not even people. Put I them did, in the chambers. I did like the medieval ones. Yeah. Uh, we've got uh, Don Scardino as Ted Bailey. He was in it's He Knows You're Alone. Who do you know what famous actor cut his teeth this was his first acting credit uh he wasn't a main he wasn't a main character but he was a featured character is that uh, the he, one with uh carrie king or carrie kane or whatever he knows you're alone he was oh. uh, this is a very famous actor he got covid with his wife when yeah they were visiting we've Australia. done a movie with him he's notorious for his hilarious freakouts. what talking to yourself again? um he He's never seen anything like this before. He's never seen anybody drive their trash out to the end of the street and then beat the hell out of it with a stick. Has that movie, has that episode been released? Then no, we haven't done a movie with him in it yet. I'm ready to release it. You guys are the ones that got all fucked up and couldn't pay attention at the end. Oh, they're all different flavors now. I have cherry lime. They are. I have, uh, I have peach tangerine. How is, I'll find out. Anyway, yes, it's Tom Hanks. Mm. Okay. He, oh, he right. was in the Burbs. Oh, I've seen him in a few. Films. We haven't fucking done the Burbs, have we? Well, technically, we have. Mm. Then where is it? 
haven't we? Here's what I know, that I'm giving you guys two months to get your shit together, and come September, if it's not out, the episode will be. Uh, moving we're on. on. We're waiting on Ben. Last, but certainly not fucking least, Joe Spinell as the always sweaty, always hot Patrolman D. Simone. He was in the last horror film, he was in Maniac, and he was also in this movie, starring in, Al Pacino. I thought he was in Can Mannequin. Can you name it? Mannequin? So, can you name the movie? That starred Al Pacino and featured Joe Spinell as a man with a button. Man with a button. I mean, I know he's Chi-Chi in the mm-hmm. Godfather. Yeah, because if you got a button, sometimes you push it. Oh, go to the mattresses. That's right. Yeah, so he is exactly not just said it. Chi-Chi Godfather Part 2. Okay. Hey, he testifies uh, before the grand jury. Real talk, is Polly from Rocky th- all the Rocky movies? He's in this, right? Or am I smoking crack? Nope, you're 100% well, correct. There's a lot of guidos in New York City, you know? Hey, yay, it's an Italian name, oh, guy, oh. So there's a lot of Italian-Americans he in this is. movie. Yes. All right. Uh, so uh, released in 1980, every fucking good horror movie you've ever heard of has been released in 1980, including The Fog, Maniac, as we just mentioned, the last horror film, Friday the 13th, How to Watch, VHS. Well, you better get on it. Fucking DVD. I didn't, couldn't find any laser discs of this. Uh, there was a uh, uh, v, v, uh, what is it? UHD. It's the the big floppy. Disc it's a thing. floppy disk. Have you ever seen these? I have them on the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the way they work is actually a vinyl record inside that, that houses the video information. And you put it in there, and it's like a floppy disk, and it spits out the case, and it keeps the vinyl record in there. But since it's vinyl, much like all vinyl, it has a limited number of... It deteriorates. <laughs> Yeah, it deteriorates. It has a limited number of viewings because the the needle wears it down. So, like, you can never watch it forever like a laser disc would. Um, And that's it. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to bring you cruising. Mm, Cruising. Can we just go cruising? Spooky vision. Vision, vision, vision. So, hang tight and hold on to your butts. Uh, So, much like my traumatic experiences in summer camp, uh, the Here Comes Spooky podcast really descends on you at the moment you least know, and then drops your underpants and shows your genitals to the rest of the world. And I mean that in the most endearing way, all right? These are some charming motherfuckers. They're here to talk about some egregious garbage. And I'm, uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of egregious garbage. Um, so give them a listen and, uh, you know, open your ears and all of your holes, your other holes. Enjoy. That's right, the Here Comes Spooky <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Never going to let you live that down. That's why I always play it. We do got to get some fucking new ones, though. And time. All right, here we go. I'm pulling up the movie. We're watching it on uh, Prime, Prime via uh, Max. And uh, as we, we as I'd called out earlier, actually. Oh, uh, we, we lost it. We oh, no. No <laughs> fucking way. Are you serious? Serious. I got. It's okay. It's it's available to rent again. You know what? I I, I have it on my laptop right here. I just hook it up to the TV. Holy shit! I'll okay. Venmo you for it. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll rent this movie. <laughs> I can't fucking believe that, dude. <laughs> I two bought, weeks in a row. I just fucking bought the subscription to Max for the month to watch it. Well, and I was like, I was like, I'm gonna rewatch Peacemaker. What's good on Max? Uh, Peacemaker, dude, um, uh, all the Game of Thrones stuff. Chidi Wakaidi has that fucking pirate show. Oh, I love that show. I even seen. I heard it's fucking great. It's so fucking great. It's so funny. I all like right. that guy. It's also the main pirate is the guy from uh, What We Do in the Shadows, the movie. Man, good times. Perfection. Man, that show's fucking great, too. 
anybody else. Jesus. I but yeah, if you have a chance, our flag that. means death, Eric, since you have the subscription. It's very funny. That is. Oh, my God. All right. Ready? All right. So we are starting it now. Cruising. Literally just rented it on Amazon. Here we, we go. We ran out the clock. We did. <laughs> Some real cock stuff. I'm going to pop another truly. Like the twink, I'm not. You can be whatever you want, buddy. Let's see. Was this a James Bond flick? What's this spell? Oh, Blue Crush. Cruising. You know, uh, after today, if you take the first letter of each month uh, till November, it spells out Jason. Um, um, but it's, it's Crudo. It's wait. Crudo. July, August, September, October, November. Jason. All right. Oh, New York City does in this, 1980. Does this not remind you of the beginning of fucking zombie? Zombie. Yeah, yeah, right. right. Yes. So I. Ew, look at this weird ginger. I've Fuck. been saying this. Jack Fickleston. All here. night in and out of the podcast. I lived in New York for five years. Is that the dude from fucking. Uh, I wish I'd lived in New York. He's the, the dude from cruising. Uh oh! I mean, this street. What's up- that, boys? What is that? Something off the port bow. Uh, they're going pretty fast to see that, but anyway, <clears throat> this is a common occurrence in the Hudson. I'm sure it fucking is, buddy. <laughs> but again, what I love about this movie is that unlike oh, it's just an arm, just an arm. But unlike, ooh, I love how noglified that is. Those nails. Can we do subtitles? Otherwise, you know, Doc. Circumstances undetermined. Thanks, baby. Pending a police investigation. All right, sorry guys, I had to pause it for a second while I put on the subtitles, and we're gotta back. have those subs. So our listeners at those home, doms, those subs, those we switches. We We can get a fingerprint. We can make this a homicide. All right. You give me a cause of death. Mm-hmm. I can't give you the cause of death from this, but it's obvious it's not a suicide, and it's not a natural. Doc, you know I can't prosecute a homicide. Tore his arm a cause off of death. to death. That means I'd have to go out and find the rest of the body. No good, Doc. I got too much on my plate now. Just a numbers game, huh? Body count, that's all it is. Dude. Body count. Cop killer! All right. The, the at-home drinking game for this movie is drink every oh. time you see a mustache. Oh, God. <laughs> the body parts locker? Just It's just circumstances undetermined pending police investigation. So it's just a fucking locker of fucking different un- unidentified body parts. Okay, guys, here's the pigs. All right, that guy on the right, that's the guy from Dumb and Dumber, right? Yeah. <laughs> gas man. How do they fucking know I got gas? So another Go thing about this up. movie that I eat love tell is who are the real monsters? The killer or the fucking pigs? <laughs> well, not Joe Spinell. He's a treat. Imagine There's Joe's- Ricky and the Coca-Cola's right there. Yeah. Imagine. I think they're not extras either. Like, these are real... New Yorkers on the real streets. I just the- assume every time they film New York, that's it's not never extra. One day this whole city's gonna explode. You should be able to play stickball on these streets. And now you can play better things on these streets. You know what I'm talking you about? Still play stickball. Imagine Joe Spinell reading you a, a, a bedtime story. <laughs> well, I can't because he's dead. Well, your imagination sucks. <clears throat> I like though how even the trans women yeah, in this working. movie are so S and M'd out. What is that? Break your head, you the real thing that was wearing heels. leather in yeah, a New York summer? My watch is I'll break your face. Come okay, here. I want my face broken. I'll come back. Break, okay? I said come here. 
Come on, you already hauled my ass in last week hard on. A lot of good it did me. <laughs> so again, on, just baby, just because this is um this, this is really, you know, the you end know, of Pride Month again, is that you know Pride that originated as a protest against police brutality. Yes, it did. And here we're seeing that in the movie that in the car. They weren't making it up. Hey, aren't these both bosses in Streets of Rage? <laughs> <laughs> she had the whip. Well, you know the whole character they cut out for America, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, maybe our listeners would like to know. Tell us about it. No, that's as far... You're smarter. You know things. used to be a coke sucker. Whoa. <laughs> Before that, he was a cork soaker. Wow, real funny. Okay, yeah, you're fired from the funny. You guys are hilarious. Yeah? Come up here. I want to show you my nightstick. I think oh, look how, how hot they are. This is sweaty. This is an air conditioning in this police car. Joe Spinell looks like if a cannoli came to life. Calzone. Calzone. Let me hear you. That's me. And of course, the police are harassing these sex workers because they want free free services. Amazon uh, was letting me know that uh, my delivery is uh, on the way. While we were outside talking, I, I ordered you a copy of The Seven Golden Vampires. Thanks, bud. Oh, that's so sweet of you. So, who is this, Cincinnati Jeff? Uh, so I didn't get I didn't get far. All right, I made it about this far. Hey, also remember when cop car doors open from the oh back seat? Oh my god, these outfits! It's, it's that belt, Andrew Dice Clay. It's the fucking Dice Man. All right, drink every time you see a mustache. One, we'll dive out two, three. Hold on, hold on. Do mustaches count if they're attached to the beards? Sure. Mustaches, mustache, my dude. Mustaches are making a comeback. We got New York. We're still fun like this. Oh yeah, the pre-Giuliani days. The only decent thing that guy probably did. Debatable. What? Yo, it's Alfred from the Burning, dude. It is. Something else I love is bars before cell phones. Like now, everyone would just be like looking at their phones instead of whatever they're doing. Yeah, what are they doing? Explain to us, coach. Are they doing laps? They're having a good time, Look at the baby. Fun. Is that kind of a mustache? It's just the back, have the you back strap. Not just McWerewolf. Have you heard of fun? Oh, the handkerchiefs. That's going to be a motif in this. <laughs> Full-on butthole. Flat ass ain't the thing. All right, so I'm fine with most outfits, but just wearing a jockstrap with a bare butthole—it's that's just unsanitary. I did do that once in Spain. Hey, flaunt it if you got it. But uh, I wouldn't do that normally. You know what? I kind of wish that gimp had more to do with this. I feel like Psycho Manus would fit in. I also so really well miss here. smoking indoors in bars. I, uh, I know, boss. Oh, really? You hate disgusting. cigarettes? Kill him! It's fucking 1980. You'd love oh, cigarettes. Everybody does. Baby smoke. Quit, Even the fucking baby smoke. I don't want. Everybody smokes in this movie except for Candyman and the baby. This is this. This literally that line is as far as I go. Why do you? Because I'm having ego problems. I need to be worshipped and adored. <laughs> God, Psych 101. Mars. That's a Sir, good line, though. I never made it with a Martian before. Do you want to know? Uh, so this is my favorite. I heard their asses are out of this that This is world. my favorite line mm-hmm. of all time to uh, for any to any pickup whatsoever. Could you hold this for me? Oh, yeah. 
Ooh, that was erotic. <laughs> I love Been that. doing that since I was 10. <laughs> so this is what happens when you uh, pick up a stranger. You know when you I mean? find a stranger in the Alps. That's right. <laughs> I just, why, though? Why, why the jock straps? Do I need to draw you a diagram? It's because your dick isn't hanging out, and that's a that's the everything else is on display. Well, it's uh, did the dumb guy say it? It's to show your um. Oh, is he sniffing poppers? Oh yeah, dude. Oh my god, you don't remember the whole scene where he gets all fucking poppered up? You mean the story of my life? Kind (laughs) of video cassette cleaner. This is my line that I say every time. Is uh, I got a lot of videos at home to clean. I got the complete series of Dark Shadows. I got to return some videotapes. Yeah, that's kind of my uh, line. Or uh, hey, get in my trunk. So, is everyone Just everyone asses and comfortable elbows comfortable right now? Comfortable. Oh my god! Uh. It's called love. Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. Those boots are making a comeback, too. It's fucking wrestling magazines. Hey, you want to make out later? <laughs> Is that gay? Oh, I feel like he sniffed poppers, like, really early. Yeah, I don't I don't, I don't know how that works. Oh, they, they loosen... Wait, can I say that on, on air? They loosen up your butthole. That's oh, what they of course do. you can say that on air. Because they're a muscle relaxer. They loosen up your butthole. Oh. I'm giving factual information. I mean, they're video cassette cleaner. That's what they are. Clean I just feel videos. like Turkel's going to break through the window and be like, oh, wait, this isn't a stripper. Sorry, guys, my bad. And then Matt Cordell walks up the stairs. It's just, it's the leather stuff, dude. All it makes me think of is Rob Halford and how, like, it wasn't until VH1's behind the music where he's like, yeah, I'm gay. He was very open about it. And he's like, it's very surprising to me that fucking nobody knew that I was gay. Like, you know, frontman for Judas Priest. He's like, not only was it pretty evident in every song, but like, did you see what I wore? Like, come on. And like, and then it wasn't until then where I was like, then it all clicked. It was like a 12 year old watching that behind the music. I was like, oh yeah, I guess he is pretty fucking gay. Well, you know what? Interesting. You know what? That's kind of hard to decipher and shit because look at Motley Crue. Look at David Lee fucking Raw. Right, but what does no, he wear? But, but he was the only leather daddy, right? Those guys were very, um, it's cross-dressing in a sense, very glam rock, things like that. Very, you know, It started with the New York Dolls, right? But Rob Halford was the only one who was just like full leather outfits and fucking cop hats. He's like, guys, you're missing the fuck. But I feel like leather here. is its own form of drag. Like it's, it's S&M drag. It's macho drag. Later in this movie... We are going to see cop fetish outfits, which is really fun in a movie that has so many cops. It also just makes me think of the village people. Now, at what point does it stop being Leather Daddy and become Harley Davidson? <laughs> now, did we talk about this last time? Because I actually wanted to ask this, Chris, and maybe you know. Oh, go on. Uh, village coach. people, are are they inherently gay? Or, like, like are they gay themselves? I don't know a ton about the village people. I like the music. I don't and know, I know about it's, their I, real lives. I know they're, like, gay icons. Yeah, I mean, I think that each of their outfits was sort of, like, playing on different tropes. Oh, I've had this done to me before, but, I mean, not for murder. Oh, my God. Hit part of your nipple cut? Yeah, have you seen it? It's all fucked up. Look, it looks like half a moon. We didn't cut it. He was just sort of like, oh, I'm putting this knife next to your nipple. Yeah, sorry about that. No, the knife play stays away from the bed. It was not just McWerewolf. What are you going to do? 
I know what I have to do. But as I was saying when I was smoking, this is the whole thing. It's like this sexual anxiety that anyone you go home with from a bar, especially in New York City in the 80s, could be New a fucking York. murderer. I mean, he has some accessories going on there. I feel like he's using his own kit, not something he brought with him. He's using the other guy's kit. Oh, okay, okay. Well, what is, what is... And instead of fighting back, is this... Because this, this, this is a brute I mean, of a man I here think he's, that he's tying down. Because I believe he's he's still... He's going for the he's going for the foreplay here. I think he still thinks... I think he still thinks a little bit, though, it's a game. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like he's, oh! It's up until... Yeah. And yeah. then he comes and... made me do that. Stop stabbing yourself. He's stabbing the shit out in the back. But... What is this flashing down? Is it for the flashback thing? That was good. In the morning. It's fantastic. That was a good death. Anus was dilated at time of death. <laughs> Paul Servino. Yo, he's... What do you mean? Okay, I thought... Spermia. Anyway. Okay, so real quick, I no saw sperm. my first ever episode of SVU when I was at the hospital in the waiting room. I'm sorry, the where? Well, maybe has some the hospital! And... I was like, what the fuck? This is just on regular TV? So is this just an energy drink? What else? No, that's uh, the turly. Well, Can I try a little bit? Did you cool it off? Anyway, um, like, that show's fucking coming. upsetting. Yeah. What the fuck? Why is this on television for like 10,000 seasons? It used to make me laugh because when my when my daughter was born, Madam Cincinnati, when I'd put my daughter down, I'd watch like American Horror Story, super erotic, by the way. <laughs> Not the first season. Did you see American? <laughs> Did you ever watch the full show? Uh, okay, so I've watched Roanoke. I've watched Roanoke was good. I just I don't I I, I love I'm selective Toto. about the seasons. So I they had they you. had a they had a side series called American Horror Stories. Oh yeah, I think I where they were like all little vignettes. And but the first two episodes of that series involved the murder house from the first season, and it was very erotic. It was this gay couple that had an adopted daughter. That moved in and like uh, you brought the gimp suit back and it was just, it was very sexual. Uh, but it, but it was her dress. It looks like looks like Kevin Bacon in drag, by the way. Um, but anyway, it was just it was super fucking sexual in that gimp suit. But it was it was her wearing. It was like a female gimp suit. And uh, my wife came in, my wife, and she like saw me. She's like, you can't watch that in front of the baby. So the next night she's putting her down. She's just. Housing SVU, and I'm like, I can't, but you can fucking watch, you know, fucking murder special 101 here, like, or rape special 101, and I can't fucking watch, you know, American Horror Story. There's a whole thing about moms and murder shows. I think SNL did a oh my skit God, about just it. White women in general. So she's not into serial killer stuff, but she loves SVU. But I, I, will, be, I will be very frank. I actually do like SVU. I think it's very interesting. No, I mean, it's intellectually interesting. I was just like, this is, I'm in the hospital, you know? Like, and they're like, they found this unidentified semen in her panties and her vagina was... I'm like, oh, And they show worship on the evening news. Sometimes you just want to see a dead body flop out of a coffin. They show worship on the evening news and Bodies falling through shit wood and hitting pavement. Blue asses hitting concrete. Waiting for a long fucking time for a hit on Corn Cob TV. They call me a hick. They call me a hick to my face at a dinner. Favor, man. You want to put on a wire? A 
I didn't rig it. I didn't rig shit. I didn't rig do this shit. I didn't fucking do shit. That show's so good. Get me names or numbers, otherwise you don't come around Riding with the driving crooner, baby. Don't you love it? That's a subplot here. Is that she's like, hey, you've got dirty cops on your force, and the you see the boss is like, you know, not taking it seriously. Son of a bitch. Boris, you son of a bitch. Oh, he looks familiar. Oh, sorry, I'm Steve Burns. Yeah, Robert so, De Niro looks weird here. Is this, uh, is this before or after, like, Justice for All? In his little, in his little uniform. Burns. It's one year after. Him? That's why I fucking. He I don't know. They told me that there was uh, so young. Special assignment, and that I was right for So it. innocent. So young. You're right for it because of your body. You ever had your cock sucked by a man? What are you offering? <laughs> no. Uh, well. Ever well, been forked? Let a man smoke your pole. <laughs> you gotta be kidding. <laughs> yeah, you're kidding. I know. You ever been forked? Like John Totoro. Let a man smoke your pole? Well, yeah, he uh, fucking does. Guy, I guess. So, take a look at the board over there. It's called Guys on the Force. Okay, so dick look at the victims. Look at all these victims. That looks like Robert De Niro. They all Guidos. They're Guidos. That's New York oh, in the eighties. Yeah. I, I remember like we used to not go out on Fridays and Saturdays because of the bridge and tunnel crowd. Oh, the Jersey crew. Well, I was living in New York right when Jersey Shore got popular. Oh, boy. That would be rough. There was a scene. Although, hey, no offense. I like New Jersey. I've been to Sandy Hook, New Jersey. It's so nice. We've been to Jersey. We had a fucking blast. Yeah, Jersey Hook. Yeah, dude, they have great bars. They have good shots. I really had a good time in New Jersey, so. What? It's a kid-friendly place. Shut up. What? It was Sandy Hook Beach, New Jersey. They all look like you. Oh, Listen, New York's hot in the summer. You want to find the beach. I'm with you. Dark eyes. Do some cruising on the beach. I would never do that. Yeah, we had fun in uh, in Jersey. We had a good time. Yeah, we did. Listen to our Friday the 13th episode. We're not in the mainstream of gay life. They were into heavy leather. S&M. It's a world unto itself. I don't know how much you know about that sort of thing. I like that. I like he's well, like S and M and leather. It's not, yeah, not a gay thing. Yeah, they're call, well, they're calling it out. Yeah, is that there's it's it is its own world, and there's straight people into it and gay people uh, who are into it. That's good. It's just it's it's no you gun. expect a little bit no different shoes. in 1980. Yes. Maybe I should hey, become a leathered so, daddy. What was interesting to me, Cincinnati Jeff, is this film was very controversial on both sides at the time. Like some people were saying, you know, it's this, it's this, but other people were saying like. Oh, it's kind of homophobic. It's painting gay people in this certain way. But if you actually watch the movie, it calls it out very specifically in the script. Oh, Karen Allen. Yay. There she is. Can we buy some pot off you? What's this new thing you're doing? Uh, Having sex with dudes, honey. So he can't talk about it because it's top secret or he doesn't want to talk about it to her. Why not both? <laughs> Why not Dudberg? I really like Karen Allen as an actress, but I do think that her character is unnecessary in this movie. And by that, I mean all sort of like naive or naggy cop wives are unnecessary in all movies. I think last time we dealt with a cop wife on the podcast was Bruce Campbell's wife in Maniac Cop. Mm, where'd that get her? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking murdered in a magazine stand. 
what do I say? Oh, no, but he got, he got, he's the where he got yes. stabbed. Jack! Jack! She got fucking, she got car wrecked. In two? No, no, she's in the first one. You're thinking the partner. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, that's right. His with, girlfriend with later. Big swir- big frizzle hair. Yeah. Uh, my bad. It's all good. So, uh, Coach Lunch Ray, did, uh, did you... So this is going to play into my trivia later. So oh yeah, yeah. If you if you know the information, don't spoil it for for the listeners. But did you did you ever feel that this was anti-gay? So I had heard that people found it somehow offensive at the time. But yep. me watching this movie, I don't find it offensive at all. Okay. Like I think it's a very nuanced script. I think maybe if you hadn't seen the movie and just seen the trailer, and this has happened with a lot of horror films, just like. To talk about another film you guys have done on the podcast, Sleepaway Camp. Love it! I If you actually watch it and pay attention to the story, I don't think it's problematic at all. But you have to actually watch it. I think people who are offended by it mostly are just aware of the famous ending scene. Right. And aren't actually looking at the arc of the character through the whole movie. And, and you know, and, that, and that's an interesting perspective because i feel that that movie is harshly judged because of that in that way where it's like oh well it's kind of hurtful to that community it's like actually not it at all if you think about it peter who's the real was someone who was movie. forced to be forced now why a different gender right now that would obviously damage anyone's psyche yeah so it's it's really a plea to let people be the gender that they feel they are yeah. instead of having them so really I think I, I, I love sleepwear camp don't let, that, don't let the society uh, the norms of society uh, oh, tell you who to be he's got his outfits for the assignment also if you had to pick a real monster in sleepaway camp would it not be the chef Aunt Mar oh fuck that pedophile but also so, Aunt Aunt it, would be, it would be three people it would be the, it would be the fucking chef it would be Aunt Martha, and it would be the fucking uh, the the owner of the camp. Uh, yeah, I like to see. Milk I love that fat. he's doing his research by reading magazines. Blue boy, shit like that. Golden boy. I do love how they've got these wrestling magazines randomly sporadically thrown out. I've never to the, and don't get me wrong, because I, I understand you never thought of wrestling as right. Yeah, cause I, I get the whole like the origin with you know the Roman Greeks and things Greco. like that, but like. Oh, it's the neighbor, a non S and M gay, Christopher Street. This hair. We had. I've never thought of wrestling as being a, a homosexual, like have a homosexual undertone to it. But like when you obviously like put it pen to paper, you're like that does sound kind well, okay. of gay. I would put it like this: anything can be a fetish, and anything is a fetish. Sure. So like whatever it is, there's a porn of it. Whatever lens you're looking at it through, you're going to get that. Yo, anything's from. a kink if you want it to be. Yeah. Like, having been to the Museum of Sex, which is also in New York, I just, I, it's people eroticize I'm just watching it. I'm almost like, to the point where I'm like, why, why, why do they keep forcing and saying that wrestling is gay? I understand that, that gay men want to look at uh, buff, you know, half naked men. I get that. But, like, it's just, you go to wrestling. There could be so many other. Things you could look at—it's almost like they're pigeonholing it in a sense. Well, and, yeah. and, and, and like as a wrestling fan, I'm like mad about it. I'm like, now nah, hold up, it's not gay unless it needs to be. Well, I, I it's not that, straight unless I it needs to be. There are it's just a sport. There are porn versions of pretty much every sport, though, right? Sure. It's porn versions of everything. Now, now to be fair, you got to think 
yeah. opposed to having just straight up gay Listen, porno mags and stuff. You have a wrestling magazine. Well, yeah. well, you kind of got an alibi. Well, wrestling magazines and oh, fitness that's, that's magazines. Yeah, they were a way to distribute porny type material. Yeah, like and not get in trouble. to be in the closet. Yeah, right. Discreet well, under the blanket. Yeah, not just to be in the closet, but I mean, there were such strict rules about magazines for a long time in this country. Did you ever see Aaron's wrestling mags? He has a bunch of them. Yeah, it, it's weird that print media that didn't that didn't transcend or uh, 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 transfer to the internet. The internet had its own set of rules almost immediately, right? And print media still had to abide by those where the internet didn't. Yeah, I mean, we we have to remember. 1980 was such a different world. Yeah, the internet was so primitive back then. No, no, no I, I'm, I'm just talking in general. Well, but yeah, like, but like we're looking. He's looking at wrestling magazines. How? Well, oh, just to plug this real quick. Ha uh-huh. You said it, not me, Chief. Uh, one of my close friends is curating an exhibit about queer history in St. Louis next summer at the Missouri History Museum. And he has been collecting for years. To let me know, I'd like to go to that exhibit. Yeah, he's been collecting for years uh, magazines and journals and all sorts of um, ephemera from like the 70s, the 80s, the 90s in St. Louis. And it's really interesting. Will you, have, uh, will you be invited to this premiere? Well, uh, I'll let you know when it... Uh... I would love to go to said, said premiere if you would like a date or two. Mm. Uh, just because, one, I would love to go to it, at any sort of uh, museum premiere. I think it would be interesting. Two, I I always associate those with like, high society, so I assume there's like... Uh, hors d'oeuvres. Or like, yeah, the appetizers and like lots of champagne flowing around and wine and people being like overly snooty, and I want to go to some. Well, like I that. went to the opening of the Arms and Armor exhibit at Slam. Oh, you showed me the pictures of that. That it was fantastic. Glamazon. They had a medieval band. They had meads. Oh, big you, you, went with, big you went with your dad, right? Uh, I went to the Arms and Armor exhibit like four times since I'm a member. And also, Arms and Armor. They did like hello. a Star Wars they portion had, to it, right? Oh, they had the Black Panther armor. They had Stormtrooper what armor. What kind of forever? But they, they had. It was about the development of armor over time. So it was like how. I love these, like, this proto-punk and, like, lyric. when I close my eyes, I see blood. Oh, but where I was getting to with this was that, um... A lot of mustaches. Take a lot of drinks. All right. You know, th- up, there's, there's even... Like, like, blinkety Been like, e- even now, we have leather clubs, Levi clubs. There is, like, a, a queer motorcycle club in St. Louis. Yeah, it's called Harley-Davidson. It's actually not true. It's called the Backdoorman. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not kidding. I've well, I was thinking of the Gateway Motorcycle Club, but oh, is it actually called the Gay Men Motorcycle? Club? The Gateway Motorcycle. Club. Gateway. Okay. So there is a. There is a. There is a. The only gay one that I'm aware of, and it's called the Backdoorman. Well, there may be several, but but yeah. See, so and their 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 emblem is is a bare ass. Oh, this is interesting here. The different handkerchiefs are about different fetishes you're into. Even I knew that. Well, of course. I mean, everything's normal. <laughs> so the green handkerchief is for piss. The well, why wouldn't that be the really? yellow one? Oh, no, Do they talk the about yellow? it in here? Like, they talk oh, about I the forgot your yellow green rewind. colorblind. I am colorblind. So whatever. He was telling him about how the handkerchiefs are to let or a sign to let people know what you're into. You're in. It's a very controversial looking flag. Uh, so what? What I think is interesting about that is that that. Fashion statement with the colors also took place in the 90s and the 2000s. 
uh, in, like, bracelets. Yeah, yeah, the, the bracelets, the color of the bracelets Allegedly. told you what, what the girls were into or would do. Or how far they had gone kind of thing. As we've seen so many times, uh, things, that start, things that start in the gay community get adapted a little bit later by straight people. So is Joe Spinell cruising in this? Obviously, we... All right, so here's... Whoa, dude, look at his belt! Oh, look at the hanky he picked, though. So he's in the, he's in the pee-pee play. But, like, don't wear that if you don't want to. You in the water sports? <laughs> yeah, dude, I got a jet ski. No, I just... I like to watch. Then uh, take that out of your pocket. Later. Yeah. If you like to watch, take that hanky out of your pocket, asshole. You know, I have to agree. It's false advertising. It's maybe, maybe he likes to watch the PB stuff. Oh, so it's funny enough, I went to... Oh, oh, he has to, you know, keep in shape for the role. Okay, it's really hard to say hanky and sound like a badass. So, uh, I went to this water sports party in Puerto Vallarta a couple years ago. It was not what I had thought when I got to the party. But, you know, I'm not judgmental. I thought it was kind of fun. They had a they had a peeing contest. I would never... I, I'm not into... Um, uh, oh, no, I, did, I didn't know it was that... I didn't know right. it was about a pee party when I went. It's, so it's just one of the few things that I've just, like... I don't have many lines, but, like, I'm just not into... Uh, like uh, bathroom. Oh, I did not stuff. Per- I like, did not participate in the Scheiser con- thing. Like yeah, you know, like German Scheiser and uh, yeah, yeah. It's called scat porn. Okay, so this this is cruising now. This is what we're doing is cruising. So uh, nachos, can you define what cruising is based on seeing this? All right. Well, we got our boy uh, Steve. He's just kind of fuck. This is what they do. He's just hanging. Oh. This is cruising. This is what. So who's doing. doing the cruising? Pacino so you, or they're Spinell? All, they're all. Everyone here is cruising. So you post yourself up, and then uh, you like run laps around and see, like, nah, not so much you. You like piss, but you like okay, okay, yeah. So you're, you're you're putting yourself on display, or you're going around looking at what's on the menu. It's like a fucking deli counter. Okay, okay. But right. it's really hard to actually do it. And so not who laugh. decides, like? Like, what do you decide? Like, tonight I'd rather just sit back and be picked as opposed to going through and picking. I think if you're, like, a like little tonight ADHD, I feel lazy. If you're a little ADHD, you just, like, keep going around and around. Right, and so around. it's like tonight, instead of, uh, I want somebody picks me instead of, like, putting the effort to fucking, like, pick somebody. Well, unlike Miami or New York, the uh, the pickings in St. Louis aren't great. So a lot of times you see guys go around and around and around. And you're like, do you think you're really going to find something better? This is St. Louis. So where does the cruising take place uh, in St. Louis? Uh, well, things have all changed now. This isn't the 80s. But uh, supposedly, according to the research of my historian friend, there used to be a lot of cruising in Forest Park. Oh, like the Muni? The not, Muni. No, not the cruising forest, at Forest, forest, forest Park. Park. Well, I mean, yes, but no, no, not at the Muni. But there was... Um, Meet your boner at the... M- what is that forest in... What is that forest in Forest Park? The, like, re- reserve, the... The John F. Kennedy Forest, maybe. Uh, I think I think it is. I think it is what it's called. But yeah, there's like a foresty area within Forest Park that was very famous for cruising. Oh, this is an interesting term since I'm educating everyone. Wasn't didn't Horseshoe Lake have a have a whole cruising thing? Used to me, bud. Well, okay, so Ooh, this, it's like the Viridian really Forest, funny. and you make eye contact so, with a trainer. If you're at like, 
I know this is gross. Ralph I Macchio? Would, I would never do this. But Ponyboy? Ralph Crotchy. So, do you know what it's called if you do cruising in a public bathroom? Uh, the George Michael. I was to say, I know George Michael calls it fucking six months uh, <laughs> probation. It's called cottaging. I think that's so funny. <laughs> That's fine. It's your little cottage. So do you know the story? If we, if I told you this, I know I've talked enough oh, about, this, about uh, George Michael's uh, cruising for ass in a public restroom at a at a park. Yeah, he met out there in a park bathroom. So, Coach uh, George Michael's was looking. F- so he's he was taking a piss at a bathroom that's like a I guess like a and I'm, I'm it's been a minute so I'm maybe missing up some of the details, but he was like taking a piss at a bathroom at a public park restroom. That is, I guess, known for a little bit of cruising, and there was a, another gentleman well, cottaging, that guess. was uh, yeah, cottaging that was uh, that was taking a piss next to him. And so George Michaels, after he was finished urinating, turned and showed him his dick. Turned out his undercutter cop. Oh, like in this movie. And he fucking so he gets he gets arrested and he gets probation for it. This was like the early nineties. So his response after probation is uh, releasing the song "I Want Your Sex," and in the music video, all of the dancers except for him are like slutty man cops oh man i love that right that's that, that, that's, that's what he's like that's what his fucking that, that, cold. that is his response well, is to right i want your sex i want to say this to the police i mean then or Sting? now whatever but like is this really an effective use of our tax dollars like sending in undercover cops to like show their dicks like aren't there murders to be solved i mean in this movie it's different because he actually is supposedly investigating a murder but like what, what this poor policeman who are they that are getting these assignments why well, assume george michael was like i don't think that cop was being assigned i think george just showed his dick to the wrong person oh it was just it was just by chance yeah it wasn't he was at the it wasn't a honey pot honey traps oh 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 here we go guys where are you man why does everybody look like a fucking extra from the warriors where are you wasn't that also set in 1980s New York? It uh, was like a parallel universe version of. Oh, just New York in the 80s? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Don't play games with me, man. Yo, is that the dude? Is that Shao Kahn? Where are you? I'm waiting for you. God damn! Get it, boy! Ooh. Popper vision. It's a burner in the park. George Michael, another icon. No doubt. So now he has to you know, assert his masculinity. Or is it that he's so turned on by cruising and this is his outlet? Yeah, this is his safe outlet. Uh, Marion, shouldn't you be in Antarctica? Right um, now? isn't this a bad date? <laughs> or not Antarctica? She, where is she in uh, Budapest? I don't know. You tell uh, me. But her apartment, though, Sorry. what? Yeah, it's in fucking New York. huge in New York City. This is where she. What does she do? So I would, I would, I would tell you this. Ricky what Spanish, Ricky Spanish's co-op was two bedrooms, two bathrooms. This thing was huge. It was bigger than my house. My, not this house, but my first house, yeah. uh, which had a second story, but it had one bathroom. But it was square footage wise; it was it was so much bigger. And uh, 
Don't get me wrong. He paid three times the price for it, but uh, he he like paid it off fairly fast. Good for him. This is just it's just he was just a a smart investor, a mogul, if you will. He he did a good job with it and then sold it uh, like right before COVID and made a nice mint for himself. Oh, that was a great time. Also, during COVID was a great time to buy New York real estate because everyone was like So he got it. He got it in I want to say 2010. Shit. And he lived out there for a few years and oh, I'm he, sure it really he, appreciated. He kept it and he he kept uh hit a hit a close friend and uh, his his close our close friend's sister lived there with him for a while then she kind of Continued living there while he still owned the co-op, and he, you know, obviously, just uh, he sublet to her. Uh, but yeah, he amazing. It was uh, not as big as we just saw, but still Homo pretty damn killer big. on the prowl. Homo killer. Now that that kind of stuff was written about uh, Son of Sam as a forty-four killer. Like that was a, that was a big thing. I didn't know that. Yeah, get them all aggravated. Well, because they were. The whole thing, like these, these, uh, the headlines that you don't see anymore, but were written was that, like, he was shooting them because he was the disgruntled homosexual and he was killing lovers on dates because he couldn't cope with the fact that he was gay. Um, but it was all theoretical, right? 100%. This was all before he was ever caught. I'm telling you, you watch the Son of oh, Summer of out. Sam with John Leguizamo and Adrian Brody. It's a fantastic plus plus ton of disco numbers in it. I'm not lying. Well, another interesting thing it's was like a bunch of like not they don't sing, but there's a bunch of musical stuff in it too. This is later than what's going on here in this story, but there was a lot of misinformation about Andrew Cunanan and AIDS, saying that he was positive, that he was killing people for revenge, but. In the autopsy, I do believe Andrew Cunanan was negative for HIV. So that was all just kind Wait, of speculation. Wait, the media slanders people? Well, what's interesting, though, is whenever you would bring it up to someone who remembers it from the time, that's immediately what they think of. They're like, oh, yeah, wasn't it some kind of like AIDS revenge killings? It wasn't. There you go. So there's Liguizamo is like this typical Guido... I love Adrian New York Brody's guy. And then like Adrian Brody comes back from, like, you know... LA and he's like super punk and into like the sex pistols and stuff and like this is a guy they knew their entire fucking life he was gone for like one summer one year and he comes back and he's he's just a little bit different he looks different speaking of John Leguizamo's look in that picture that you just showed me Cincinnati Jeff I am the only person in this room wearing a tank top it's true you're the only person in this room that can get away with wearing I had one on when we did uh, (laughs) well I've been tanning Um, so uh, fucking uh, what do we do okay look at this broken lizard movie it's police fetish gear wow and i love whoever it's got did riot gear on yeah whoever did like the swat team fetish gear is he finger sorry is he banging his asshole with a nightstick i'm like that is ooh, like detective campbell that from, is taking it to next level like detective campbell from night of the creeps he's gonna take that nightstick out on See, poop patrol this, this uh, and then notice the one actual cop i hate i hate the phrase sis but as a sis straight white man th- this would make me uncomfortable i don't have problems with gay sex oh, I, but i wouldn't want to go to a straight bar and watch people fucking either what you've never been to a white pride rally you know what i'm saying yeah, like that's what I it looks like wouldn't want i wouldn't want to go to a fucking bar and watch fucking men fingering ladies well like, i i think that remember this isn't just a regular this is like these are underground Specialties. bars these are 
Um, this is a different scene. And then, is that fucking Randall Tex Con? He's raising Arizona. <laughs> oh, so that's great. He's getting in trouble for not being on theme. This is precinct night. Now that's that's gay bar esque. That's, yeah, that's, I, that's I do take themes very seriously. Very fucking seriously. Oh, it's like cosplay, you know. Oh, this was really fun. When I went to Pride in Puerto Vallarta, there were so many. Sorry, I keep talking about Puerto Vallarta. I got COVID there. Cancel me. Um, there were so many fun theme nights. There was the white party, the black party, the COVID camo night. party. I mean, every night it was COVID night. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just you know I'm I'm, I'm liberated. I used to go to the Rosies. That was always a good time. Oh, I love Rosies. Rosies is still there. Oh, that's a mixed bar. But what I prefer is Thirty Four Club, which is now gone. Rip. I've never been there. Thirty Four. It Club was, was like straight. the Horseshoe in nineteen eighty seven. Okay, so like down in the Grove or it, no? Uh, it was in the Central West. Yeah, was it? But it was knocked down for all that bougie stuff they have now. Dude, f- for if that bulge in your pants ate a knife. Why don't we take a walk? So I think his his problem in this whole movie is that he probably needs to be just having gay sex in order to keep his cover, but he's not. It's well, it's just it's the undercover cop like unspoken rule. It's like you can't can't get high. It's like the one thing where they're like, oh, it's like Miami Vice. Get high with me, and then I fucking know you're not a cop. Because, like, if they do, everything's like inadmissible, sort of shit. So, I guess maybe if he gets banged in the ass, oh, yeah, he can't fucking turn him in. So, what was that episode of South Park? It was like the blowjob bandit or whatever. Is that cop that would like suck a bunch of people's dicks off or something? Oh, this, no? is, okay. this is really fun. What? You South know, Park, we, we talk about like homophobia in the police force, but. I met the coolest cop when I was in Spain this year who was um, a cop in Belfast. And he he does, like... Po- like police. Belfast? That doesn't sound like it's a, from around here. He, no, he's Irish, but he does, like, this sort of Irish cop pride. And Irish like, people are the worst. Oh, well, I mean, th- they are. But this guy was great. But it was just... It was really cool to be like, oh, their police force is actually super diverse and super... Uh, what do you call it? Are like truly? So what's this? Thing? Is that? Oh, I thought those were little tiny shots, but they're just toys. Yeah, you stuck it to us. Oh, Joey, listen, you'll come before seven yeah. on Sunday night, won't you? Cross my heart. I'll be on the island if you need to reach me tomorrow. I don't have that. Get that man a turn. I gotta be honest. I'm not trying to sound forward thinking or cool, but homophobia in general—it's just the weirdest thing to me. I just don't understand it. Get the fuck over yourself, dude. You know, I don't like what? bananas, but I'm not like fucking don't eat bananas. Fucking monkeys eating bananas. Bananas. It's just, it's weird to me. Now, I, now, it, like, I had uh, gay uncles growing up. We call them And, uncles. like, we just knew they were gay. Like, it wasn't something that was like, oh, hey, that's your gay uncle. Like, but you just, you just understand. Just, if, you're going, if you're going out, could you? Thank you. Please, please. Thank you. Chop, chop. But, yeah, go on. It was very understood. Stuff. And bring back shots, too. Oh, yeah, I need some of that for the rest of this movie. It was just very understood. Nobody was like, oh, gay uncles, here they are. And nobody was mad about it. Nobody was not talking about it. It was just it was just like a part of life. Like I said earlier, I think that I think that what has happened is there's been a scapegoating, you know, over so many years. It's it's something for people to get mad about 
it's something for people like it's like oh we're gonna pick on these people because we need to pick on someone else to make us feel better about ourselves and here's here's an interesting thing that i think is fun at least that that, that uh for me i think is fun or oh, oh really quick this is a porn arcade that's very oh, you were telling me about this. this is very retro new york city they used to have these when i lived in new york but they got phased out you were telling me about this. so these are little porn booths and it's like you go in and you like at least at that time you'd put in coins like see he's putting in a quarter and it's like you'd watch a little a little porno you know they have a they have a porno well they actually have several in east st louis i wouldn't oh well i'll just tell you i'm i'm anonymous i'm coach lingerie so you, when you say arcade, you don't mean like games. You mean arcade as as in like the, 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 the like Nickelodeon. Yeah, of, yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. So it's like a Nickelodeon, but for porn. Yeah. But what it's really for? And for those that don't know Nickelodeon, we don't mean like the kids no, network. The, we mean like another Nickelodeon yes. in the Nickelodeon. So they still have these in the modern day. I don't know since COVID, but they're look really this, look at this Joe Spinell looking motherfucker. They're really a place to hook up. Because you can, yeah, nudie booths. Yeah. So uh, okay, so they used uh, to be really popular. In so New York. coach, what, what what something I don't think, I don't think you don't know is uh, what I was saying. Like my I had these gay uncles. So on. Yeah, my, yeah. Sorry, go on. I just wanted to oh, while fine. it was on screen talk about the arcade. On on my blood relative side, I have uh, a gay uncle who may he rest in peace. He was murdered. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Or to a, due to a lover's quarrel. Oh my gosh. Oh, I will leave this for you, sir. Ah, the next death of the film. Yo, like Friday 4. I love that, though, like the blood on the porn. Oh, it's like The Howling and Friday the 13th. I like the, I like the deaths. The movie's, the movie's a little slow, but... Oh, no, oh, I agree. he puts more nickels in. Yeah, gotta keep it going. Yeah, buy some time. Thanks, boss. Um, so anyway, so uh, we've got, uh, so got a gay uncle uh, who... Um, well, I'm so sorry about your uncle, though. This was right before my parents got married. Okay, cheers to your uncle. Yeah, uh, it was a, it was a, uh, yeah, it was a lovers' quarrel. It's the craziest thing. So, um, do you know what they were quarreling about? Uh, yes, him and his lover Mickey had. Oh. Mickey was dating another man, and my uncle started uh, basically like Mickey broke up with this man and started dating my uncle, and then uh, he couldn't handle it. Not because he was gay, he just couldn't handle it, right? This happens all the fucking time, right? What, what's up, Joey Buttafuoco? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Breakups so aren't he came, easy. He came, he came to my uncle's you apartment in St. Louis, knocked on the door, Mickey answered, he shot. He had a revolver, he shot Mickey five times. Mickey fell down after those five That's times. crime of passion. And my uncle came around the corner like, what the hell? He shot my uncle once. Mickey lives, my uncle, one bullet to the heart. Oh. But that's not what I want to talk about. It was just... That was un- it was just understood that that's yeah it was just a part of the family, but on my step side of the family, this is where I think it's interesting and kind of fun is like you sometimes hear about this nature versus nurture sort of argument. Yeah, my stepfather is one of five six children, six children. Okay, four boys, two girls. The oldest and the youngest, my stepfather being the oldest, my uncle being the youngest. The two sisters are twins, identical twins, all straight, straight men, straight women. However, in the middle are two two boys, my other uncles, that were born about a year and six months apart from each other, gay. 
Catholic family, right? Everybody else straight. These two, though, these two are gay, and it's just so it's interesting to me because it's not, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a environment, right? It's so it's not it's it's not a nature versus nurture sort of thing. It's just that's who they are, right? So it's. It just wait. Being gay isn't a choice, right? That's it. Just I find. Well, yeah. I think that we're just people are just attracted to whoever they're attracted to, and there's no rhyme or I reason find to so, it. I wouldn't say interesting about them being gay, but just interesting in general. It's like when people are like, "Well, I don't know. Maybe their mom held them too close or kept them on the breast, whatever the case may be." Right? You hear these weird arguments. It's like I, that's not my uncles. My uncles are very they're not butch men or anything like that. They're not overly effeminate men. They're just men. They're just like normal everyday guys. You wouldn't just assume that they were gay. Some but people like salad. Some it's interesting that just not only one, but both of them that came back to back are, and they didn't. Well, yeah, like it's my, not like they just decided to be gay. They're just gay, and it's just like in a family, in a Catholic family, wait, mind you, a same, Polish right? Catholic family. It's the same with my other best friend. He and his brother are both gay, and then their four sisters are straight. But it's just it's just the way it is. See, I would, I could hear, I can hear the Reds going. Well, they grew up in a house of women. I can totally understand that. But there's a lot of guys who grew up in houses of women who also like women. Right? So See, it's just... I it's, grew up in the house of the dead. I'm not a necrophiliac, though. Are you sure? That's why, to All me, right, it's just always so me. weird with this homophobia. It's like, well, I'm just uncomfortable with it. It's called get the fuck over yourself and what's, learn to adapt. What's weird about but, it? Like, I also... Eh, I probably shouldn't talk about this, but I think that... In our society, religion has been weaponized to persecute people, and I think you it's are really sad. Absolutely correct. I agree, but these, but again, these are these are these are kids that are now adults. They're in their sixties that grew up through the sixties and seventies. So you would you would you would think that somewhere they'd be a little bit repressed, right? But they're not. It was very, very just open, and I and I would not put the here though. But I would not put these people's forward thinking. Right, well, your family isn't like super religious, though, right? No, no, no. Like, well, we go to church at midnight, midnight mass on uh, Christmas Eve, stuff like that. Oh, my um, favorite kind of Catholics, the lapsed kind. <laughs> but it just, I just again, I find it fun and interesting because, like, this is like if this could be a perfect case study in the yeah. sense of like, well, look at this, look at look at these people, right? Like, nothing's forced upon them. It's just obviously something that that happens because that's who they are. In an, in an environment where they were just allowed to grow and be themselves. Are we still talking organized religion? Because I know something that's being forced on there. Yeah, <laughs> like, my whole thing is, as long as you're not hurting anybody, I want everybody to just mind their own business. Like, some people... I'm going to make a quick pee-pee break. Go ahead. Oh, go sure, ahead. Sure. Yeah. Go. Do your own shit. Have fun. And you know what? Right. It's like, like, guess what? I'm happy for people who are straight to be straight with other straight people. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Like, why would I be like, oh, hey, you're not into what I'm into. I'm going to get in your face and give you problems. You know what? I don't like Supreme Pizza. You know what I'm not going to do? Run up and slap it at. This is really loud. But see, now he's... um Popping. Poppers. Did he he sniff some poppers? I think so, because that's why he's all geeking out and shit. Well, that's the other good thing poppers are, are used for. It's so fun to, you Make know. you down and dance? Yeah, I was saying, do a little sniffy sniffy on the dance floor. Not that I'm advocating that. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's video cassette cleaner. <laughs> but where is there to dance anymore? Um, pops? Ah, just kidding. I wouldn't dance at pops. No, for real though. Like, back to and fucking, I, I hate to say it, all my analogies are pizza based. If you like it's okay, Supreme. okay, you love pizza. I love pizza too. Pizza's so good. But like I don't, I you know what? 
Pepperoni pizzas, dope. I just don't like it. It's not my favorite. I mean, it is your favorite. Uh, fuck, dude. Pepperoni is a universal classic. Uh, I love. But let's say someone didn't like it and they were just they only like playing cheese pizza. I'm not going to give them a hard time about it. What, Kevin McAllister? Look what you did, you little jerk. Um, no, anyway, uh, I just, if it isn't for you and it doesn't bother you, it doesn't affect Oh, they still do this on the subway in, in New York, these little, like, hard schemes, hustles, yeah. Do you love New York? Have you been to New York? I have not. Oh, we should go to New York. All right. <laughs> Famous last words. I know. I have a love-hate relationship with New York. I mean, I fucking enjoy Los Angeles, except for the fucking heat, but everything's fun there. From a tourist standpoint, I know you're not a fan. Well, something else I like about this movie are the diversity of different trans women. Like, you have more femme ones, you have some more, like, kind of, like, leather queens. Yeah. You know that guy that was killed up at the Ramble? couple of my friends were up there that night and they said they but then you know I, I think that in the in, in, this has been another flashpoint in recent time and by recent time I mean like this year is they're so is why are they movie, picking on trans people like leave them alone it's whatever they need to fucking cover up their own bullshit it's like you guys are all about fucking kids and your evil rich white people uh yeah, fuck it. Honkies suck. I hate white people. Fine. Well, you know what? Cheers, buddy. <laughs> Cheers. Well, that's something I love about you, Nachos McWearable. It's hard not to like a self-deprecating cis white man. Or a self-deprecating anyone. I'm, like, I'm a fucking human. That's Self all I am, Self-deprecation is the most endearing form of humor, in my opinion. You know what? I'm, I'm a living ghost for now. That's all the fuck I am. <laughs> Ooh, I hope they pour water all over those steaks and make them sloppy steaks. What is that what that's called? I'll have a steak, okay? Make it two. I'm not the hugest fan of steak. Um, so I'm sure you've had a... Okay, what we should be focusing on here is the... The knives the okay. detective found are the uh, are from the steak place they were just at. I like how we've been watching this movie, but have not said anything about it. Okay, so wait, there's this giant naked... Mural? Painting mural. Is this at the police station? But it's also of a naked autopsy. It's like an autopsy. Yeah. What in the Resident Evil Two is going on? No, that's here? Is, this is okay. As we get into this movie, now that we're in the second half, you're gonna see some really bizarre. But I think we're like in the third. Chimera. Yeah, we in the third act already. There's there's some weird stuff going on. Like some of like the the queer world starts to bleed into the police world as it should i but, mean yeah but to... but then also the at the gay bars they're doing precinct night you know like the the police world and the queer world start to blur together okay so see there there are interesting things about this movie what I the think fuck it's is slow so i was watching this and we have these leather facey and you know fucking chainsaw massacre meat oh, hooks I just hanging out i right? see well, it's probably the meatpacking district. Hi-yo! Which is <laughs> still a clubbing place, or at least it was last time I checked. Yo, like Blade! So I think they're doing a sting here. They're doing a little... Okay. A little stingy-wingy. They're going to do a sting operation, because they think this guy is the killer. Yeah, I, rem I mean, I'm not going to talk about this scene. Let's go to work. I'm sorry that this movie is slow, but I do think it has great parts to it. I mean, on paper, that you know, I'll save it for the end. 
It's just, uh, it's not the usual regular. I think James, uh, well, maybe I'll wait till Cincinnati Jeff gets back, but I think James Franco either tried to remake this or did some sort of, like, project about a fictional remake of this. No, no, that was The Room. Oh, well. Uh, James Franco did something about cruising, but I don't remember quite what it was. That's interesting. Uh, Like, some kind of cruising homage project. Fuck, you know what? Uh, I went to school with James Franco, by the way. No shit. Yeah, at NYJ. The Green Goblin? <laughs> the, what is, what, it wasn't the Green Goblin, it was like the, the oh, Warrior new Goblin. Goblin. Dude, he looks so fucking lame. He looked like his blood type is Mountain West dude. 14th Street, that's my NYU. Oh yeah, like in Scream 6. That we'll talk about at some point on the podcast. Well, I do want to say that Scream 6 was very unrealistic about New yeah, York in just, a way this movie is very sc- realistic. Scream 6, because you're kind of our fucking New York uh, I'll just tear expertise. it to shreds, though, because oh, the, just the geography they messed up on. The fact that she went to a house party right, in Manhattan. Right. Uh, yeah, okay, so... Who has a house in Manhattan except, like, Madonna? Boyd Kaufman, but that's different. Oh, here's the Sting. They're gonna do the Sting. Yo, he's in his fucking jammy jams. He's he's the sleepy time Sting operation. It what is that like a electric gorilla? How many cops do they need for this Sting? Well, do you want it done right? How many cops does it take to? Am I being too anti? I'm not anti. Uh, Paul Bloomer in Belfast, you're a great cop, but I, I'm just. I'm talking about cops in the 80s in New York. Coach, I just figured it out. Sting Operation The Police? What? Uh, Maybe we're on to something here. Oh, shit, dude. Did you hear about Roseanne Barr just being a fucking boring twat? Wait, what did she do this time? Oh, here's the sting. What's your name? Oh, my God. Poor Al Pacino. He's such a good sport. If you're if you're watching this, <laughs> Al Pacino was just or his knife. Al Pacino was just naked and hogtied. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Roseanne Barr was on like some fucking. I think she lost the plot a long time ago. <laughs> fucking a dude. So like some Joe Rogan adjacent podcast. Uh oh. I was like the holo- the Holocaust wasn't real. Oh dear. Yeah. Is she having a manic episode like uh, For Kanye? For a decade, dude. Kanye, you make a bunch of money. Just get mental health, you fucking... Since I've been drinking, I can say that it says something when the far right is eating up literally people who are having manic episodes. They're like, yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, let's just go with that. You remember Alex Jones? Yeah. I wish I didn't. Well, that's why the frogs are gay. I'm sorry, I can't help but be political or watch... Okay, so wait, what? This dude is my fucking okay, MVP! Okay, so wait, wait. What is this guy doing in the police station? I don't give a fuck. Boom! <laughs> and, like, wait. So... So... Nope. This is never fucking explained. And that's why I love it. This dude yeah, see, is my MVP. Like... What do you hit me for? What do you hit me for? This is why I do love this movie, is because it's so bizarre that that for those of you at home who aren't watching this movie would you describe what just happened fuck off stop what you're doing why did you get this far in the episode just you should have watched them what fucking happened a ginormous black man in a cowboy hat with a tiger claw necklace and a jock strap fucking pg string comes in and just fucking belts fucking uh uh pacino in the mouth 
but then look it was I an love, act I love this. it was an act and then Al Pacino throws his cowboy hat like fucking out loud. the window it's so him? stupid recognize him it's I love how bizarre it is yes have you ever seen him before if like I ever made a bu- just bizarre chunks of a compilation of movies, that's in. Him? So what this do you is want from me, huh? this guy is clearly not the killer, right? Let me see a lawyer, man. I should have said that at first. Honestly, this dude should have been like, uh, I ain't saying shit without my lawyer, dude. <laughs> so, but wait, and also that. In a movie full of ass. Yes! What? Who's that guy? Who is that guy? That's the best line in the movie. Who's that guy? You know what? I feel like. So, so pause real quick. So, did the police hire this giant man to. No. They built the police station around him. For you see, he is like a Mortal Kombat sub boss kind of thing. He's like the Goro, he's like the fucking Kintaro. Like, they're just totally. They're totally fine with it. Well, you know, the 80s, New York 80s were a different monster, you know? You could just hire ginormous-ass black dudes and cowboy hats. Get your pants down. Watch my lips. Get your pants down. So this is is in the police station still. They're questioning the... The not killer. The one who's obviously... We're going to take a sample of your sperm? You're going to jerk it? Then you're going to take the floating ball test? I think that's like a... a, a, Oh, yeah, wait, wait. yeah. I'm going to dip your balls in, and if they don't float, you're a mean man. Wait, what? What does that even mean? Is I, this like a witch trial? It's it's a, a, a spermlum cock trial. So we're going to dip your balls in the sink, and if they float, you're the killer? I remember I went to, in grade school, there was this chick who's like, I heard if your balls float in the tub, you's a faggot kind of thing. I'm so and I'm sorry like, Cincinnati Jeff missed all of this. Probably but the MVP portion of the film. Yeah. I know, it's the best part. I'm going to check my phone to see if he, he's alive. Or... Would you just recap it for him when he gets back? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's... <laughs> so, there'll be another slow section, but this yeah. 10 minutes is my favorite part of this movie. Guy. So I love that his jacket is like a combination of a trench coat and a... It's like a safari jacket. Oh, I need something like that. I got a guy. Safari Steve. These Lukes need to really make a comeback. Look, I'd wear that out. That's cute. Yo, what's Grace Jones wearing in the background? She's some, like, Wakandan Daishiki or some shit? I do love Grace Jones. Man, dude, I wouldn't fuck with her. Did you read that thing about how Dolph Lundgren and Grace Jones were an item? Yeah, dude. Did you know fucking Dolph Lundgren has, like, more PhDs than fucking Bill Nye the Science Guy? Also, uh... I'll buy it. He can do anything. Fucking A, dude. He's, like, 70 and he's yolk. He's been traumatized. No, Everybody, all all the police saw his butt. But, you know, you are... Batting mm-hmm. way out of your I'm lane. on my way out. I gotta go kick it with Indy. I know what a thankless role for poor Karen Allen. She's a sport for being in this movie. You know, I can name like a handful of movies she's in, but everything she she's in, she's fucking dynamite. I think Karen Allen was on Knott's Landing. Not that that means anything to anyone. Yo, I watched. That was the one with that fake ass dude that looked like Leslie Nielsen, but it wasn't. Was, a, was that the dude from Punky Brewster? It's an '80s primetime sub. You're thinking of Don Knotts. Is it me? Oh, Don Knotts Landing. Are you, are you turned off to me? Um. Why don't you want me anymore? Is he a sexual trauma from his J.O.B.? That's all. 
that clank in actually is it? It's his keys. It's a, it's the butt plug made a fucking chain. What I'm doing is affecting me. All right, does it disturb you, disturb you or upset you that side, butt you know? plugs are just so common nowadays? Like, Why would that? No, I mean, like everything's everything's I new again. Well, it just you. upsets me. Like, what, what are you okay? furries? Fucking furries. This is like a furry right there. No, that's a wampa. There's nobody in that suit. Listen, there? I'm the non-judgmental judgmental person. I've heard you if spew you... venom for a half an hour, dude. Not about furries. Like, uh... let's start the clock. Let's get them. You know, if they, if they, if you want to be a furry, go for it. You know? you know what? A kink can be a lifestyle. All right, it's a hobby. What about adult babies? Oh no, that's that's See? fucking horrible. I saw a thing about that at the Museum of Sex. Adult babies? Not for me. I'm a baby. Oh, you'd be a cute adult baby. I could see it. I mean, I'm a man child. That's different, but <laughs> a little bit older. Yeah, I'm kind of like a Bart Simpson. You know, I'm not like a. Has nothing changed me? I uh, I don't know. However, you get your rocks off, so long as it doesn't hurt anybody, and if you got to poop on your balls or whatever, that's great. I see a lot of um, like puppy play is really popular now. Yeah. Okay. Dead serious. I don't understand how you let those One of the things that pisses like me that. off the most. This is humans alike, and it also kind of dips into adult babies. If I'm anywhere, I'm at Walmart, because, you know, I go there all the fucking time, because I'm human garbage. And I see a fucking disposable diaper that some shit clown parent couldn't put in a fucking trash can. That's, like, worse than me just, like, chucking condoms around. Not that I use them. Why? Why is... No. It's like a fucking napkin full of shit so when i first watched this movie and i've only seen it once before i really wanted like them to fall in love did you see that dude trip this kept the take right i mean fuck it ain't bro that is another favorite thing of mine about new york is that like literally anything could happen and people just keep walking all right as my new yorkian expert remember new york hey fucking new york remember i'm walking here i'm fucking walking remember jason takes manhattan yes the most realistic film about new york ever made remember when you were telling me that every night at midnight the sewers flood with toxic waste that happened to me many times common knowledge the turtles know it i know it chuds know it you know it jason well he found out but there's a scene where they're getting off the subway and i found out like it's it's a fake subway stop but you see this like cracked out meth head black guy and then this skinny fucking white dude and a trench coat who just looks like a flasher they weren't extras they're just part of the movie we're up to our ass in this we're up to our ass in this and i'm counting on you i love you (laughs) (laughs) oh shit i was waiting the whole movie to say that Oh my gosh, that's some acting from our boy. Did, did you see Pacino's fucking little little lip wiggle? That is high caliber acting for such a bad movie. How well do you remember the uh, 1990 or 1989 Ninja Turtles movie? These pictures go back two years. It's been a minute. It, I probably saw it then, yeah, but in, not in theater. since then. I mean, you're like a zygote. I'd like you to take I'm, this and see if you can recognize anybody. Um, oh, fuck you, of course I know everybody. Oh, he's been in the scene long enough. You know what? Did we watch the stuff? The one with Michael Moriarty and then, like, the fucking food additive that looks like a whipped cream comes to life. 
I don't think so, but right. I like the concept. Oh, yeah. So there's this cat, Larry Cohen, who does all these gorilla. Did you see that fucking ghoul? <laughs> I'd bring it back. Okay, in- so even the first time I watched this, this was confusing to me. Look at these. But I think what, someone at the school is a suspect now. Okay. Oh, wait, can we t- can we just talk about theories about the end of this already? Or we can't yeah, we'll it save it till the end. You know, Jeff gets nuts all about it. Because I have a lot of theories about the end of this movie. All right, did you? You see- watched this already, right? Yeah, I was like trying to. Okay, I- so he did see one of these guys. All right, so from Cap- the yearbook, so Captain Check at the leather here. bar. Did you ever see Napoleon Dynamite? Or obviously, obviously, right, remember Uncle Pedro and da da da. No, 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 Uncle Rico. The I could throw this fucking football over that mountain. That's what this motherfucker looks like. I see it. I think so. You know well, what? Um, when Napoleon Dynamite was self-consciously retro, anyway. Uh, yes, I, I you know what? But you miracle. But you miracle. What up, Buddy Buster? Oh, so now Nachos McWerewolf can give the epic recap of the best scene in the whole movie. Man, it is very hot in here. Uh, it's as hot as cruising. <laughs> so there. Oof. oof. Nachos, take it away. <laughs> okay. Give it some detail. All right, so uh, they arrest Pacino. What? Uh, well, it was a sting operation. It was a sting operation. For being a butt pirate. Oh, okay, yeah. so. It's because the person he was about to hook up with was a suspect. Yeah. So they arrest Pacino in a sting operation. He's hogtied and naked. And then the whole damn squad. But he's probably probably wearing a jockstrap. So they take take Pacino and his his cruising partner into the station. His cruisee. His cruisee. And And then. So this is. Cruisee. He's fucking. This, they open the door. This fucking ginormous. This is the police station, mind you. Holy shit! It's it, the dad from fucking. Uh, is, that, uh, is that Adam Driver in another life? No, 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 no for real. It's, it's the dad from Boy Meets World. Not there. Not there. Yeah, the roommate. Yeah. No shit. I was gonna say Kmart. Steve's on. It's legit. Fucking Mr. Matthews. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that guy, fucking Jufro. I didn't know Corey's dad was cruising. <laughs> Everybody's cruising. Everybody's right. cruising the eighties. Oh, All right, so uh, so they open this door and this giant in the police station in- during the interrogation. Yes, they open this door and this ginormous ass black dude, butt naked except for a jockstrap with a tiger oh, with a tiger tooth necklace and a fucking cowboy see? hat. See, Mr. Matthews. I was gonna say Steve Zahn, but all right. And then he comes in and he just fucking bitch slaps Pacino off his chair. <laughs> and then he just like walks away and he's gone out of the room. And then and later, like, this black guy with the cowboy hat is sitting just, in another room in the police station. Ginormous. And Al Pacino comes up to him. He's like, you didn't have to hit me so hard. He, he takes, takes his hat and fucking frisbees it out the window. And then, so the suspect, they're interrogating him in the waiting room. And the police captain says to him, it's illegal for you to ask me that. So, so he says, we need a, pull down your pants. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We need a, a sperm, sperm sample, sample. And then we're going to dunk. We're going to do the ball float test. It's like, what's that? If we put your balls in the sink, they float. Well, what were the repercussions? You're our man. You're a witch. And the, so, they, like, the wait, Salem cock trial. So this is why I do, <laughs> love, this why I do love this movie, because... It just gets so surreal as it goes on. I'm like, 
And then they it's break never explained. The orange. And then the giant black dude shows up again and fucking bitch slaps him. And then the that the fucking buddy goes, "Why would he do that? Why why did he do that?" And we'll never know because I it will never come up again in this movie. I don't want to know. So it's because they're making such a controversial homosexual movie. You got to add a black guy hitting a white guy to make it okay. But at the police station? I have no idea. Well, that's where they feel the safest. I have no idea what's okay, going so on. Okay, so now... Black people, black people do Cincinnati not feel Chef. safe at a fucking police so station. now has the... Oh, playing gay football. Has the, the cop become the new stalker? Because, like, the way he's stalking this new suspect... So, Pacino, is it, is it, was it to preserve Pacino's undercover status? Okay, I would imagine that's why... But why was he in a jock strap? Never discussed. Like never discussed. Why was know. he in a cowboy hat? Buddy, I they, a lot of them are in jock straps. I don't even know. Good nachos. Uh, it was the eighties. And if any are any of our listeners at home have any idea about the, what the hell we're talking about, who wrote why this? Why don't you hit us up at the hotline number seven zero four six 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 twenty eight fourteen. That number one more time seven zero four six 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 twenty eight fourteen. If you can try to make sense of the Mortal Kombat sub-boss giant black dude in a cowboy hat that isn't Creighton Duke. Uh, so, Coach, to answer your question, William Friedrich Friedkin actually Friedkin. wrote the screenplay uh, based off the book Cruising by Gerald Walker. Interesting. So maybe there's stuff from the novel that just didn't translate to the screen? Here's the thing. This is, this is the director of The Exorcist, so... He knows what he's doing, right? That was seven years prior to this. Well, ju- just like I imagine the police. Priest- I feel like he would know. Sorry, I apologize. Oh, no, that's okay. It's fine. Go that, ahead. that just let me finish this thought. That he knows how to adapt a book into a screenplay, and a screenplay adapt based on a book into a, into a very functional movie. Yeah, My he, guess he is that the big there are, there's a lot of things that were left in the editing, the, the cutting room floor sort of thing. Well, just like I find the precinct scene also kind of surreal. Not that they were having a precinct night, but that people were in riot gear at it. <gasps> Wait, is that how you fuck the police? It's okay. theme night. So now we made that joke. he broke into the apartment of the most recent suspect. Okay. Uh, it's my turn for a little break so you guys you know, yes you really do. Do. i do apologize i had to take a pb break and then and simple bental gentle Wendley oh, yeah. give me a call he's like let's all take a shot i was like oh we're fucking we're watching it live can't can't pause the movie uh so i had to chat with him for a bit you're right, boss oh no it was it was fantastic love talking to the guy but i, I was i mean i clearly missed out on some key scenes oh uh, Augustine, City of God, or like the power game. Uh, you said the game. If you brought it up, you lost. <laughs> Fuck, I lost two. Shit. Fuck, frat boys. I'm going to kill so you, driving Kuruner. So I found out the accessories are kind of made more for seven inch, but whatever. Poop, 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 poop. That's, oh my, is that Baraka with a nail gun? Uh, yes, sir. You know That's what got them claws? Fun. Oh, you mean you mean these uh, accessories made by Tom McFarlane only fit Tom McFarlane figures? No, they're not from Tom McFarlane. They're from, um, I mean... Oh, this isn't from, like, his weapons pack? No, it's from... That's what I assume that was from. It's from the Coffin of Carnage. I assume that was, like, a weapons pack from him. Like, badoosh. He's fit good, though. That's fun. 
I mean, it is Deadpool, too. It looks so good. I know. I mean, fucking Baraka doesn't even need a nail gun because he shoots those Spocks. Spocks. I nail them on my own. All right, so we, we are uh, just, just a time check. Uh, hour and 14 minutes in uh, for uh, hour and 41 minutes of the movie. we got uh, a little less than a half hour left. This movie moves like... Uh, See... So actually, I don't. I don't think it it moves like, like molasses. At least uh, up until the point where I had to step out to talk to uh, Ben. Uh, it was like an hour in when I when I left. Did you and things, a, were, things were moving? Did progressing you do well while you were gone? Yeah, I would say it moves at the pace of a procedural. St. Louis, Missouri. That yeah, sounds that's gay. right. More St. Louis, Missouri. Even gayer. Gay. Is that gay? Very much so. You know what the arch is? A big hoop, <laughs> half a hoop. My grandfather oh, worked on okay, the arch. Okay, so these letters. My that grandpa were was the arch motherfucker. Are ambiguous. Maybe this he was is the in, killer. He was an illiterate steel worker. Couldn't have written these letters. No, no, no. My my grandpa. Yesterday in the park, I saw an enormous dark shape. Yeah, you did. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that, dark, that enormous dark shape came into the it came into the precinct to slap the shit out of you. Yeah, dude. I just want a movie about whoever that was. You know, oh, fuck. There? Let's make a kickstat. So this kind of feels like the, the movie. Yo, it's fucking Data. Gay, Gay killer, killer still, still at large. This kind of feels like the movie's getting confused about what it wants to be now. Yes. See, I wish that it had amped up the surreal quality. Did, did I miss another? Did I miss a death? Uh, Yeah, 20 minutes. I, no, no, did I miss you? Mo- what, you re- what you really missed was the police interrogation so, and the sting. Okay, so that's. I looked up, not looked up, but I kind of listened to a few reviews on this movie. Uh, I did some like uh, uh, homework. Uh, what are you, like, so they're not they're not TikTok. I guess they are TikToks. It's not on TikTok. It's on YouTube though. It's like the shorts. Um, they could have used another death. I agree. And yeah, so what I understand is like it starts strong and it starts as a horror movie and then it turns into this like. Uh, noir movie yeah it's sort of this cat and mouse game and this is where it like kind of falls asleep okay so maybe there ain't no pussy in this movie you guys are crazy so That's, so is are there any more killings in this okay yes there are actually there's i think there's I another think two deaths two you say but they're different than the first three killings well, i've only seen two it's two so far so, but what I think what is strong here is watching Pacino morph into such a sinister figure. Because for me, is this really the killer? Is this real life or is, or is Pacino, this just fantasy? Or, or, no, is or, are we caught in a landslide? Is he stalking an innocent man and like destroying his life? Like he's a police person, but he's breaking into this apartment. He's like creepily smiling at him. So here's the thing. I'll ask you this. So clearly, he's broken this person's apartment. Is this person an innocent man? He's obviously guilty of stalking. And so guilty of going to high school. Breaking into this man's apartment, he has found that he's guilty of a crime. Not the crime. Yeah. But a crime. So the police obviously uh, went too far to get into the first place. But now they found out this man is guilty of a crime. Is it okay that they've discovered this information? Yep. And can they? Should they prosecute? Hold up, Chucklehead. I think he's talking to his dad about some shit. I've taken it for granted that you understood, Stewie. That was daddy issues. You know what you have to do. Fuck him. 
fuck the team. So wait, did his dad want him to commit the murders? That's not a very good fatherly advice, but what do I know? So I'm to believe that Stewie is the burly man in the leather coat that was doing the stabbing earlier? No, it's the gay baby from Family Guy. So, I mean, I think that Stewie is the killer, but is... Nice Nazi shoes. I don't know, man. Those Adidas are cool as fuck. But what I'm the, saying is, Nazi shoes. if oh, he the Adidas, shoes. if he were they're just, Nazi shoes, and if, oh, yeah, if yeah, Stewie yeah. was just a regular suspect who turned out to be innocent, what Pacino's character Steve is doing is so creepy. I don't, I don't disagree. Yeah, it's almost disagree. like he's some kind of maniac cop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the ambiguity of the film, ladies and germs. Yeah, this is definitely where it's kind of it's slowing down. A we are bit. we are like we are like five minutes from the climax, and then we just have a little denouement. Oh, you're almost there. Should I grab a towel? <sighs> I'll get you the climax. Okay, a little just a little to- a little TP is fine. Link, don't listen to this. Riley, pay attention. Is this? Yeah. Is we this don't need a m- towel. We got dogs in here. I <laughs> like when one of my dogs is gay. Two gay, two gay dogs is questionable. Yeah. Oh, okay, so he had a neighbor, remember, who was his friend, who's yeah, also yeah. gay, oh, and sorry. now it looks like... Ted's Why is he also gay? Can we talk about Coach. how great his fucking hair is? Thank you! That Coach, tank top, Coach, too. that hair, right? Can he just, just have love, fucking nice hair and not be out. gay? I love to hang out dressed like this. Did I see him sucking a cock, or can he just be a beautiful man? Why do you, why do you profile this man as a homosexual? But so... So he looks like the dude version of Carrie Fisher. He looks like a fucking smarter oh, Travolta. Shit. Is that fucking Raiden from Mortal Kombat 2? Oh my god, it is! When he's out working, he's not out getting involved. Sorry, not Christopher Lambert. So it is! Here's the question is, now is Pacino jealous of his neighbor and this this boyfriend? Found that out with the last piece of trash that moved in down the hall. The last piece of trash that moved in down the hall. Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Is it? Please. I love Mortal Kombat Raiden, played by James Remar. That was and a that's good. A 100%. Nachos. It's, so okay, it's, so here's the thing. It's, Watch it's, him Shao Kahn. He's one of three people on Earth who look like Jim Varney, one of them being Jim Varney. He don't look like Jim Varney. Motherfucker. That motherfucker looks like Jim Varney more than fucking like Vin Diesel. Fucking that, that, that's a Jim Varney. Jane, looking John Cena. All right. Hey, listeners, if you think that fucking Wait, is Raiden, that James Raiden? Remar. Is that Raiden, though, in this movie? From part two. From Annihilation. Uh, Mortal Kombat ooh, Annihilation. Ooh, what's your favorite line from that movie? What do you think uh, it is? Mother, you're alive! And Bill... Oh, shit! Oh, shit! I love it. Oh, shit! You ain't normal! Oh. Your shit! Dog shit! He's lucky he doesn't fucking throw, like, teleport behind you and electrocute you. You're crazy, mister! I hate cheese! This is not part of the investigation. Uh, it is. Hey, Coach, I can't say it, but w- with the thing in the background with the shelves, can you do me a favor and say, awful lot of books for a faggot? I can't say it. Can you say it? Oh, my God. Wait, I mean, awful lot of books for a, for a, for a gay person. 
a gentleman who really enjoys his evenings out. <laughs> For a homosexual, they appear. Well, awful lot of reading when you're sucking dick. No, I'm just kidding. Someone, I, just, I read. I read quite. A I'm, bibli- being, I'm, a I'm being the shit tonight. See, that's why I listen to books on tape because when I'm slurping cocks, it's okay. But I'm just gonna tell you, boys. I only let people call me faggot when we're asiacs. Well, no, actually, that's not true. Nachos, <laughs> Nachos does it all the time, but I forgive hey, him. Hey, a good taste. You, we have a rapport. You say horrid shit about me and my people. We've suffered. So he was in. Um, Your pants. He had a hit a big role in the Phantom that we talked about earlier. Oh, I love the Phantom. We're missing that tonight. Okay, so I'm bummed that we're missing that. So, it's a fantastic. So movie. Something is happening. Something. Something is not right. Well, this centaur needs to calm the fuck down. Yeah, we got Ravi Shankar. So He's he, fucking slow. I, mean, I love Ravi Shankar too, and Anushka Shankar. But is my dad over here. <laughs> Concert for bang this dick. So is he in love with his neighbor? Is he starting to gabash people like? Go bash. Oh, that's that's my own portmanteau. No, I like that. I like it's what a port- fun word. It's my portmanteau. Wait, is that a portmanteau? <laughs> I don't. I don't know what that is. is no, that a it's, it's a poor memento. I've had a I've had a portmanteau, but it was kind of dry. I don't think it was a proper portmanteau. I like saying gabash. Like my my other friend and I were always like, oh my gosh, are we gonna get gabash tonight? Wow, that's a bit fucking pretty fun ten dollar word you got there. We didn't get gabash, thank goodness. I was almost gabashed once at the Metro Link. Could you yeah? Could wh- you dumb that word down for us? We Yay don't, we don't- bash, and it's not as cool as it sounds. It's actually an act of violence Is opposed you- to a bunch of gay people getting together and throwing a party. I would love a gay bash, but no, I was almost gabashed at the Metro Link once. Again, this ten dollar word you're using. I was almost gay bashed gay. at the Metro Link. Oh, so, oh, okay. I thought he was being a prick. So you're actually saying gay bash, but you're saying it quickly, gabash. Gabash, yeah. It's yeah. my own it's my own little Okay, okay, little okay, okay, okay. I thought but, you yeah. had that pocket knife I gave you. I didn't have I it. I thought you were using like some sort of like word that I, I never heard of before. Like Oxford guy. describes no. gabash as No, I was wearing I was carrying this surprised and I was, unique. I was carrying this. But cute also with a dick in your bag and I had a spring in my step because I'd just seen everything everywhere all at once and some guys <laughs> the, some guys at the Metrolink were like yelling at me they're like are you gay are you gay and I'm like I'm, I'm not going how to much money do you have in your wallet because do you want to find out I'll suck your dick straight okay so here's the climax it is <laughs> cruising so they're cruising which is the title of the I movie. thought this movie ends at the Blue, Blue Oyster Club in the, the toolbox. All right, so the toolbox uh, is my, great in, in New York. My understanding as a as a straight man is that cruising is, I guess, yes, a straight the man. The guys <laughs> are driving around picking up the women. Well, that's another kind of cruising. But yeah, I've seen right. That. But no, but I but I like I learned a new thing about cruising tonight, and I like that is that they is is there's no gender assigned role here. See, guys, on the here, you, yeah, and I and I like this more. Well. You know, it, it, it's a little old-fashioned. Now, people do cruising via sniffies, so it's, it's not the same. Um, Behind the times, also not gay. So what is a sniffy? No, I learned this recently. Sniffies is a website where people just post where they're cruising. You can go to where they're at. Oh, like Pokemon Go. Yeah, but this is like a queer thing. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Straight, straight people so do too. Someone would be like, no, straight people wouldn't do that. Oh, step on my line one more time. But they just We're going like, to have butt sex. What did I say? They'd just be like, oh, step I'm at on. the bathroom hey, at... fuck you. 
I'm at the bathroom at this bar, or I'm at this place or this place. Listen and to Orange Joe. Go ahead, buddy. to this place, and I don't do this, by the way, audience. Well, I just, of course not. You are a I, beautiful I, man. You've the, got degrees. You're a man of travels. You've I, seen the world. He's a man out of time. I have a, I have a significant other. I'm beautiful. I just, I just beautiful tan, by the way. Thank this, you. This My man, this golden. man cruises for no one. They cruise for him. Thank you. They, but. I learned now that cruise, the art of cruising. Has They're like, oh, is Coach uh, hanging on this bench? No, no. Then I guess I I'll go to the next bench. I thought the act of cruising originated in 1874, where you'd go, they'd have a single horse-drawn cart. How beautiful! Well, the thing about SEX is people have always done that, it one way. Is or that a, is that how horses oh, sound look to you? At that waste of some good cigarette. Butts. Ew, what are they going to do with those fat? Um, <laughs> the Bobby took the lift to the flat to bum a flat. <laughs> yes, had to go to the loo. Oh boy! So feel you have to feel. Oh the yeah, when he puts on that ad, he's like a totally different person. I've seen this movie. Yeah, yeah. What are they doing with Corey from Trailer Park Boys? Oh, you talking about fucking Ricky from the Coca Colas? So they're. I think each of them knows that the other one is after him, but they're still playing out the ritual of cruising. Well, you gotta play the game. My place. Yeah, where's that? West Village. Too far. How about right down there in a tunnel? My mom was raped by a tunnel. No, thank you. I'm not too crazy about public places. Really? You're in Central Park in the middle of the night, Dorothy. <laughs> oh, Dorothy. No, this is an old term for uh, gay people is friend of Dorothy. Sure, yeah, yeah. And Julie Garland, I yeah. understand. Somewhere Liza. the rainbow. That was my uh, when I used to I used to record under the uh, solo artist name of Holmes. Hmm. That was the first song I ever covered. Was a somber version of "Somewhere Over the Rainbow." Please tell me you didn't use a ukulele. I didn't. I Thank so you. here's the thing. So I did it. So very here. slowly and sad. <gasps> right so now we're gonna play a game of chicken. And then, like, okay, so you remember the Fred Willard skit size. from, I know you, I wish you were here. I, I did something similar to that, where, like, I had, like, a Hips a or fucking, lips. Like a xylophone, like a skeleton. This rib. dialogue, sorry, sorry, though, sorry. hips or lips. Hips, nips, hips. Gotta keep it sexy. Whoa. All right, Al Pacino. He looks like the lead singer Let's of the Let's see if you've darkness. learned anything about the art of cruising. <laughs> remember, he knows this is the killer. Men aren't this hairy anymore. That's a problem. Uh, yo, I bet Benny Graves is this hairy. Well, you're a bear. It's different. Benny I, Graves, I'm very hairy. Benny Graves, Graves looks like Rogue. <laughs> if Rogue okay. had hair and a mustache and a beard, okay. So he's basically yeah, like, 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 kill me, kill me, dude. I don't know. This guy looks weak sauce. Looks like skinny Rambo. <laughs> Flambo. Yeah. Where's his bandana? What does red mean? So this is always the, this is the essential question: Are we gonna fight or fight? Somebody's getting pinned. So wait, all did the cop become the bomb? Bomb! Bomb! Killer! Well, I just think he avoided the court of the people. People's court. No, I want to go there. Dun, dun. Oh, wait, he's still fine. You attacked the other night was a police officer. No way. He was an undercover brother? We know you killed Martino Perry. 
Your fingerprint was on the quarter. We're going to indict on that. The upside for you was 20 to life. This have, does feel a lot like a procedural. Could I have a, yes. the upside? Could I have 20? Can I double down and just get 10? I'll flip you for it. If you confess to the murder of Martino Perry and Lauren Lucas and Eric Rossman and four or five others we think you're involved in. And Alan Arkin. We'll reduce your sentence. May he rest in peace. He'll do eight years. No more. Eight years? Like eight years for fucking stabbing people. Wait, are we talking Guido years or what's going on? Sweet Ariolas. I just set him free. Except that one guy in the cop. Oh, they made me do it. You'll have to run it down for the grand jury. There's all the wrestling magazines. Just a formality. Hey, wait. So we never got closure on the shitty cops? There will will never be closure on any subplot in this movie. It's part of what makes it what it is. Hey, wait a minute. Didn't the Garfunkel looking neighbor that fucking Raiden was banging? Didn't he get dead? So, Coach, where's the ambiguous ending there? We're almost, we haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, oh, dumbass. There's a little, there's a little extra denouement for us. Oh, okay. I, I didn't have subtitles. Is that on, that we can discuss? I got to make the wiener water. Go, piss boy, go. I don't want to miss anything. Do I have thirty seconds? Uh, can you do it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. If not, we'll just recap Welcome it for you. I'd say pause it. I've also been drinking. No, 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 no. There's yeah, no, it's there's really no pausing in this game. There's no crying at baseball. Dude, they're the worst STDs. Children. Oh my gosh, we used to be able to play stickball on these streets. Um, they look like pictures of Stuart when he was a kid. I got a box of old letters here. Yeah. All addressed to uh, same movie. I kind of want to read the book just to get more of a sense of what the actual. It was his father. What are we? He's been dead for ten years. <gasps> bum bum bum. So when we saw the father, was that a ghost? Was it a flashback? Maybe it was his ghost. Yo, who's ripping a water bomb? Ah, here we go. We'll just explain it to. Cincinnati we'll job. just fucking reshow them it later. Oh, we still got Joe Spinell. So, name is Ted Bailey. Where's your brother, Charles Town? Oh, I was going to take a picture. Not Ted! I know, Ted is Ted! No! Got back about six, went to work. Got dead. He must have got hit just after he came home. There's no sign of the struggle, and nothing seems to be stolen. Must have been someone he knew. I think we got the murder weapon in there. It's a kitchen knife. Hmm. Had a roommate by the name of. uh, Kitchen knife. Gregory Milanese, he's a dancer. We got Gregory Milanese, he's a dancer. Well, shit, dude, he was fit as fuck. Okay, wow. You, you didn't see the body, but we're just gonna tell just, you. Just no, let it let it play out. We'll rewatch this scene afterwards. No, 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 tell me, tell me, tell me. Okay, we'll I'll, I'll describe it. So 
All right, so I let the knees get in the fucking elevator. Paul Sorvino's the fucking. Okay, so we we've gotten back to the apartment building, which was the cover of Al Pacino, Mm -hmm. and the neighbor who he was friends with is found brutally murdered to death. Oh, the fucking uh, Christopher Parkin guy, weird T-shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was it? You mean his roommate, a dancer, Gregory Milanese, private dancer. Does it seem that uh okay, so he was mar- he was he was murdered. There there he is. There he yeah, is. Yeah, him, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's murdered. It's Jason Bourne. Since the killer is at large. So no, did Pacino sorry when I was out for the bit, uh, talking about did Pacino take uh the killer back to his apartment or did Pacino go to his apartment? To oh. that guy's apartment. How did that, how did that work? Oh no! So Pacino had previously broken into the apartment, but the, I remember that with the letters. The whole sting of the killer was in the park. So the killer never went to Pacino's apartment. Good luck with that, buddy. Uh, hey, and if any of your listeners want to explain to Cincinnati Jeff, how actually, this no, I, I movie I, ends. I kind of want to read the book now. I'm kind of curious. Oh. I, I have my thoughts on this. Oh, can I just say it, Cincinnati Jeff? Did is Pacino actually also a murderer and crazy? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, they're 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 both guilty. Yeah, there's two murderers in this. Pacino story. got too deep, yeah, and too into the mind, and that he killed his neighbor. Right. Yeah. He is mm-hmm. guilty. Guilty that of is, having that is exactly what I think happened. Guilty of having oh. a good time. So just the way he just looks, he's very smug, and like it's almost like he got away with something in that scene. Right? Yeah, it's maybe like, like murder. So, oh, and he look—he brought it back into the apartment. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, she specifically said no leather. Daddy. Oh, I need some glasses like that. Is Those that Versace? Kind of oh. fucking dope. I have some like that. They are. That is glamorous. My first ever. Yeah, with this whole ending scene, absolutely. And look that's here, exactly what that means. Karen Allen is adapting Leather Daddy culture. I have, uh, well, my maybe first ever she was the Leather Mama. She's gentrifying. I have okay. aviators. They're prescriptions. First one ever. I, I could finally wear fucking sunglasses the first time in 20 years. I love I love some big, chunky aviators. You yes, know I mean? this scene right here would lead you to... that. This or, would sell it What for if me. she was the killer? I that's love that. What I'm Pacino, in fact, got too deep into the mind and, and killed his neighbor. Into the mind of a killer. Well, unco- undercover. Yeah, I mean, under the covers. Uh, that's the ambiguity of the ending. I would say the only thing that they cut out, and this is this is guessing at this point, would be would lead you to believe that that can happen is the black cop who came in and smacked him. I'm assuming he's a cop who was also undercover, and that's why he obviously was able to just walk into the police station, walk into nope. the room, and smack nope. the shit out of him. Nope, he was the killer the whole time. So, yes, I believe that Pacino got too deep into the mind of the killer. So there we go. That's it. That's it. Thanks for the and Good night, everybody. And break. <laughs> Hold on. We, uh... Start Al Pacino. Oh, there's Other something movie. after the credits. Another movie. <laughs> Al Pacino will return in Cruising to the Cruisinger. All right. Well, before the we take a quick break, I just want to say... I actually really liked that. I'm sorry that I took the... 15 minutes away and I missed I missed oh, well, a you good you have it rented for 24 hours. But uh yeah, I I did, I did like it. 
And yes, I agree with you. I think that they are both the killer, and that yeah. I that that uh, Pacino got into the mind of him a little too much, right? He got too deep. He got like Donnie Brasco kind of shit. Well, you know yeah. what they say: the couple which that, he was also in. But I mean, there's a couple of questions like the couple that is slays together stays together. Is Pac- was he in love with his roommate? Was it internalized homophobia? Was it externalized homophobia? Who is he? What is he? What is well, he? Say what? Let's. Only Let's the shadow knows. Let's not take a break. Let's just run through this real quick because we've only got a few things left. Yeah, I think we can just finish it up. Yeah, we can. We can absolutely because we, we we discussed a lot during the movie. We've got to obviously go through the fucking kills mm. now. Do you mm. kids want to see a dead body? Well, guess what? We watched this live, so we didn't have this part recorded. So fuck off. I was not like, was there five? Okay, so there was the kill in the motel room like or the, the apartment. The, I like the, the one where the guy got stabbed. That alive. one was my favorite one. Yeah, uh, it was just the build up to it. Uh, um, there was then a better we, stab. We have scene. the kill. In, we hold I'm up. Get, I'm gonna thing. get there. We're gonna get to the. There's we the kill robots. in the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite kill is actually the kill in the porn arcade with the blood spattering on the screen. I loved him putting like the bloody hand putting in the nickel. Yeah, that was great. Somewhere. That was good. But I, I love, um, for me, the first one, because he's he, he's playing along. This is a huge man, big, giant man, who could easily get out of this situation. And he's acting scared. Count. Yeah. Then he doesn't. Well, that's so much of this film is how much when we're cruising is cruising itself a performance. Well, so, how much cruising was actually in cruising? There was so, Nacho, do you have a favorite cruising. kill? Uh, I'm checking out the list of deaths right now. Okay. Let me just watch the movie. Okay, does the death of the neighbor count as a kill? Cause it was it a, does, and it comes not. at the end. But you don't see the kill. It's an off-screen kill. All right, we have staff. They're all stabbed in the back multiple times. That's every fucking death. I don't know. There was one super gruesome one. It wasn't at the end. It was before the arcade. It was... It was the second one. I think. The one the Paul part. Sorvino like finds him, or like, he's later on at the morgue, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that, okay." So does that count Boom. as a posthumous kill that we see the dismembered body? That one doesn't count. No, no, really no. There was the... a second scene at the morgue. Also, the what, a- the anus was uh, what, what did he dilated, say? Dilated, it was dilated. Was, as any well, good anus it, should. Was it even the same killer? Because the killer didn't dismember any of the other victims. I mean, it's New York. No, City. the first one probably was just a. Uh, red just, herring just for fun just you know for what? funsies that, that, a little army for funsies that floating arm was probably something from street trash uh so we're gonna move on to some trivia and some stuff you should know hello greetings what seems to be your boggle my boggle so two of the notorious gay bars featured in the film the mine shaft and the eagle's nest. i've been to the eagle or the eagle's nest never mind yes the eagle's nest uh, eventually, barred director William Friedrichen. Oh, why? Frederick. Friedrichen. 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 I could not find out why, but mm. this was apparently a well-known fact. Uh, because of all the cavens. <laughs> also, on first viewing, Richard Hefner, uh, head of the ratings board, said there aren't enough X's in the alphabet <laughs> to rate this movie. Oh, whatever. You saw more buffs than deaths. Deaths. Wow, let me sound I mean, more Who like hasn't seen a butt before? Yeah, look at the mirror, dumbs. That's where poop falls out of. All right, I've got uh, one more thing here Thank real you. quick. All right, hurry up. I'm about to piss him. Go and piss him. Go and piss him. All right, cool. I'll be right back. I'll take care of this. Go ahead. Uh, you stay here, Mr. Uh, I'm here. Mr. Coach. 
Uh, so there was a big controversy that we talked about when this movie. Oh, I think it was protested. Came out. It was through. So throughout the summer of 1979, members of New York City's gay community, right, actually protested against the production of this film. Protests started at the urging of journalist Arthur Bell, who series of articles on unsolved murders of gay men inspired the film. That is that is true. Gay people were urged to disrupt filming and gay-owned businesses to the bar the filmmakers from the, you know, like, bar them from the premises. People attended to interfere with the shooting by pointing mirrors from rooftops for to ruin lighting scenes, which is just fucking hilarious. You can still do to this day. It's like the best way to disrupt a film if you want oh, to. Oh, fabulous. Uh, blasting whistles and air horns near locations and playing loud music. 1,000 protesters marched through the East Village, which we all know is the gay village, uh, demanding the city withdraw support for the film. As a result of interference, the movie's audio largely was overdubbed in order to remove the noise caused by off-camera protesters. I noticed that there was a lot of weird dubbing going on, yeah. and like I just thought my stream wasn't keeping no, up it's, with it's it. No, it's ADR out its ass. Right, it's like a spaghetti western kind of yeah. thing. It's just so weird. Pacino said that he understood the protest, but insisted that upon reading the screenplay, he never at any point felt that the film was anti-gay. He said that the leather bars were just a fragment of the gay community, the Are- same way the mafia is a fragment of, Intel- of Italian-American life. Damn! Ref- obviously Good referring point, to though. The Godfather, and that he would never want to do anything to harm the gay community. I think this is very interesting. That's dope. Because in as watching it now, almost 40 years, no, it's 43 uh, years later. Yeah, and some change. This doesn't seem anti-gay to me. No, I don't think so at all. Again, I think it was the idea or the concept of it is very different from the execution. They hear killer targeting members of the gay community, and that's like, no, like like Christian moms going, whoa, 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 you're killing soccer moms? Can't have that. Yay! It's a, it's the, the actual story is a lot more nuanced than just there's a killer who's after gay men. So I just, I just, I thought that was very interesting. Like, yeah, it, well, it's it's sort of a Rorschach test. You know, you saw that the MPAA had a problem with it, but then also people in the gay community, while it was filming, remember not after it premiered, while it was filming, had a problem with it. So it just shows you that people can find fault with anything. This so, is true. With that being said, right, we get our we move into our final thoughts. Well, what do you know? I asked for final cut, and I got it. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about what we liked, what we didn't like. Coach, I know you're a fan, but let's keep it short. Oh, sure. Or I'm gonna have to. Well, play, I'm gonna have to play you off. I think I've said a, mostly everything I wanted to you say. Have. So you know, tell us what you liked, maybe what you would change, and then give us your rating one out of whatever tens. I would say I'm really glad we did this movie because the other time I was on to talk about a queer film, it was about queer subtext. This time, the queer content is text, so we can focus on... Wait, I thought we had you on a second... This is your third time. Well, but the second time was not for that. It was just... Oh. He's saying this movie's oh, so gay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to put a dick in my mouth. Yeah, it's that this film is so explicitly queer that that's not even a question anymore. It's more about the kills about the killer who is the killer who are the killers i'm not saying it's a perfect movie i agree it is pretty slow the kills are great i like the ambiguity of the ending i'm gonna give it seven out of ten 
Dicks in my mouth. Seven. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's a man who knows well how to play played. along. Well played. All right, nachos. And for our listeners at home, you can put as many dicks in your mouth as you want to. On paper. We'll start with these two. <laughs> bop, 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 bop. Just, you know, practice proper, uh, what do you call it? Sexual. Yeah, sexual. wrap it in saran wrap. Poke holes in those condoms. Go ahead. Yeah, let, them br- let that dick breathe. So, uh, I don't know. Just hearing Coach talk about just the, the plot of this movie. Al Pacino. Al Pacino? Alfredo. A Pacino. I like you ask me. Grazie, prego, ask spaghetti, him, mozzarella. Like, as if you're not familiar with this actor. Look, bitch, I've been human. Pacino, for, that I've you've been, never heard of. I've before. been human for like a he week. He goes Al Pacino, okay? Al, Al Pacino, mortadella, pepperoni, and spaghetti. One of the fucking most well-known actors of all time, and he's Al Pacino. Yeah, Don Knotts. Anyway, so <laughs> on paper, this somebody's movie, been watching the Apple Dumpling game. Okay, okay, shut up. Almost go ahead, okay. go ahead. My, okay. I'm apologies. My, I'm, I'm, it's my, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So, like on paper, just just the plot of this film sounds absolutely fucking amazing. Amazing from the director of The Exorcist, Al Pacino, that scary motherfucker from Maniac who looks like a pizza came to life, and like everybody from any mob movie ever, is in a post Giuliani New York pre Giuliani darling. Oh, yeah, thank you, thank you. Sorry, I've had uh, a little bit of the idiot sauce tonight. And, uh... Did you break my table? Don't you drink my jar? I wish these were a little bit. <laughs> anyway, Do uh, shit. And so, uh... I don't know. Yes, the pacing's slow. <gasps> Damn, sir. Oh, wow, is this broken? Anyway. <laughs> Toss this way. Can you fucking focus? <laughs> Could you shut your butt? The fun, the fun New York. I'd love to, but it's being pulled apart by fucking jock straps right now. Yeah, like monkey bread, ready to go to the bar. So anyway, uh, I don't know. I thought it was slow. I I respect what it did. I'm you glad. I'm slow. I'm. G- uh. Anyway, it's not true. I don't feel good about that, Joanne. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah, she'll, she'll Jojo will fuck you up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, eh, you know, I watched it the first time. I was sleepy and drunkish, and so that didn't translate well. It's a slow burn. Um, you know, we got some all right kills. I kind of wanted more on the gore department, but you know what? A whole two points just for the random ass black behemoth showing up and slapping the fuck out of that shit. And uh, the fuck out of Is that my mom? Oh, I was just showing pictures from this jockstrap party. I we got to talk about that. Fucking All right. Man. So, you know what? It's not the worst movie I've ever seen. Is this outside of what we outside our normal wheelhouse of what we do? Yes, it is. But you know what? We do it for pride. We do it for our listeners. We do it for our friends. And oh, happy God, pride month, everybody. That's right. The last day of it. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> it's, it's a, getting it in at the very end. Is it uh, July 1st? Right now, it I is. Think Pride Month is so over. Just, well, give me, give me your rating. All right, I give this. I give this about. It's a solid film. It's shot well. Uh, the acting, everything's great. I just uh, need it needed a little kick in the ass. I give this five and a half. Mortal Kombat sub boss Creighton Duke ginormous ass black dudes in cowboy hats and. J- Jock straps with tiger tooth necklaces slapping the fucking shit out of people. Hey, Cincinnati Jeff, what about you? So I'm going to give the rating first. 
I'm going to give this a six blowjobs out of ten. Ooh. With a knife. Not bad. I really liked it. It does fall apart in the second act. Or the, in the, the latter half act. of the second act, which leads into the third act. And then we've got this <sighs> ambiguous thing. But I do, I do, it comes back because I think that Pacino does become a killer himself. But I want to put this into a context that my co-host would completely understand. Because this is a movie that is definitely starts out as a slasher. Yes. But, but, but because of the drama later it, and, and, and the less slashing that goes on, it's more of a horror-adjacent movie. And there's a movie that, uh, that he loves, uh, we love, that I think uh-huh. is uh, very similar in, in the genre. As far as the slashing and gore goes. This is a gay night watch. Interesting. Fuck. All right, all right. Which is a fa- we love this movie. It's Man, fantastic. Got it's got Obi Wan Kenobi in it. You Nick got Nolte. Thanos. Wait, Obi-Wan did we watch Ken- that together? Was it the one where he's? We'll talk about it off air. Okay. Fantastic. We're gonna okay. get to it one day. That's why I don't want to ruin it. Sure, sure. But that's when I look at him and go, "This is a gay night watch," because there is a lot of slow parts. But that movie, I don't think so, boss. But yeah, pay off. So, with that being said. What I really liked was the whole start of it. That first 45, 50 minutes. Fantastic. They're, you're, they're hopping from like investigation from Pacino, going to all like, the different clubs like that. You're getting murders and things like that. It's very seedy. I liked it. It was like, oh, what's Joe Spinell doing? Is he gay? Like, what's this? It was just a lot of like fun uh, as far as movies go. Uh, I, but I had some. That last 30 minutes. Right before, like, the end where they go to the park, as a snooze fest. The scene in the park, though, is very tense. It does. It it, it picks back up. It's, it's, the, it's the, but it's the, it's not even the climax. That is the, the climax should have come 20 minutes before yeah. that. This is the end of the third the, act the, where they do it. The so it's just like a sad, is kind of dull. It's just and like then, a sad hand job before the climax. Right. And then, and then you get to Pacino's apartment and then there's a new dead body. That's awesome. But. It's you, like a shot in the arm yeah, that should have come 15 minutes earlier. You dabbled. Yeah, I you feel fucked like around so that's, long at that, this point. That whole investigation where they just were like, he was just like investig- like looking through things and like checking the letters. That should have been not 30 minutes, maybe about 10. I think this film would have been a lot better if it had just been 90 minutes, which I say about most horror movies. You're absolutely right, man. Oh, that's about 86 minutes would have been fantastic. Yeah. Cut about 15 minutes of that of that that whole detective work thing it was about 15 minutes too long and and it would have been perfect not perfect but it would have been really good i'm gonna give some shots out real quick for i forget what i'm saying yeah so we're gonna wrap this up again hi sarah as always and riley if you're listening hi, six, sarah. six jobs out of ten you I stuck around it. this long <laughs> appreciate it thanks for sticking with us it's a fantastic movie if you didn't want to watch along with us watch it now it is a lot of fun especially that first hour Whoa, that is a lot of blood. I enjoyed it. The whole Nickelodeon thing is really good. And on but that the first next episode, episode we're going to rape a cat. So we will be back uh, in a couple weeks with a new movie. So remember to keep it tight and do always stay, stay spooky. spooky. Thanks for having me, guys.